You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey guys, welcome to Classic Game Junkie. How can I... Joe, Joe, come here. Dude, who are these two guys touching all the freaking customers? In a pro- oh, Jesus Christ. These are the guys that we're supposed to do an interview with from we podcast and we know things. Whatever. All right, what's up, guys? How you doing? Welcome to Classic Game Junkie. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 106 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Holy shit, it's September already. I can't believe it is September already. It feels like I was just having the flu in my bed for New Year's, and that's how I spent it. But then I beat Breath of the Wild. Well, at least there's one good thing to come of it. And I got a deathless run of Kid Trip from our friends at Four Horses Games, Mick Waits and such. Uh, Oh my god, dude, it's already 2018, already almost over. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to like already take it for granted and say September, October, November, December, gone, but we're we're two-thirds of the way done. Let's not rush September. I got Baltimore Comic Con at the end of the month. Let's not rush it. (laughs) Yeah, you have Baltimore Comic Con. Uh, Super Mario Party comes out in October. Pokemon November. He, Smash December. As he skips over Spider Man, that's Spider Man in, in a week, <laughs> where we're gonna have our impressions next week, and then we're probably gonna take a week off so we can beat it. And then a couple weeks from now, we'll do like this big spoilery blowout. Well, but we'll make sure that we give it some time. I don't know if I have weeks. enough time to beat it in a week after they confirm gameplay. Hence, why I said three weeks i I may need more than that well we'll be fine i have a i have a suspicious feeling that you and i will be just fine with that game uh puddles aside we'll be just fine (laughs) listen 20 hours is going to be a fun game to get through and 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 that's assuming like that's like what i read was that's if you stick with the missions then they did the side mission it was was like over 24 hours yeah i'm a side story kind of guy unless it's like boring fetch quests but like Totally going to do every side mission. That's why it took me forever to beat God of War. I mean, as long as we're not like, like Batman, like they always did like the Riddler trophies. I won't do the Riddler trophies. Yeah. If there's some rhino trophies, no, I'm out. I was, I was thinking like Green Goblin or something. But <laughs> yeah, okay. he leaves like yeah. little green balls around the, the city. No, the little pumpkins. That's a, oh, yeah. that's it, pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, I, I won't do that. That's pretty, I mean, that would make it an Arkham clone. It's already close yeah. enough to Arkham. <laughs> exactly. That pretty much makes it an Arkham clone. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think Sucker Punch is doing it or Insomniac. I think Insomniac. Insomniac. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It it, it snuck up on you though. It's only six days away. Yeah, I'll be walking in GameStop Friday morning. Yeah, to pick I will it up have probably my last game ever getting from them. My Amazon pre order from March went through. Hopefully, so it's you get probably it. available now on Amazon. That means because mine went through and it said order placed March 11th and shipping uh-huh. on September 7th. Man, I hope you get it. If it doesn't, if I get an email that's delayed, I'll call them, cancel it. I'll run it over to Game Junkie. Pick it up and then just you slide tell them to you. give to tell me give me my money back plus a ten dollar credit. That's <laughs> what they did before. Or just switch to another game. Nah, nah, nah. Amazon because their their pre order things done. It's yeah. it's past us. True. If you didn't pre order by the twenty eighth, you don't get your twenty yeah, or twelve dollars off now. So. So yeah, we're all beat. It happens. Listen, if you're new to the podcast, we are the single source for all of the nerdy news in video games, TV, film, music, and all things pop culture. We're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time. But be sure to join the We Pod Squad by hitting that subscribe or follow button on all of your podcast services like iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, wherever you get your Audible goodness. But the most important thing you can do to support the show—it's easy, it's free. 
and it's quick. My favorite three things in the world <laughs> is leave us a rating and review. We read them all on the air, and it would mean the world to us if you do so, because it helps the algorithms find us, get us up the chats, and it helps us get more people listening to this podcast. Yeah, I kind of might do a little something on Instagram where I'm going to get a couple books together. Anyone who does like a um, little review, if I pick the best one, send them like 10 books. So it's a little, it could be worth their while. Ooh, Sam with a little contest action we're doing like twitter giveaways so if you follow us on social media you never know what you're going to get uh on instagram at we podcast and we know things on twitter at we pod and we know both of those handles are all one word search out we podcast and we know things normal spelling on facebook uh to to like us on facebook we appreciate over uh so 70 something people liking us we went from x to y in a day so thank you to everybody who helped us out doing that we appreciate the push Um, we're growing slow and steady slow and steady wins the race unless it's a sprint uh you can support us on patreon patreon.com slash we podcast and we know things if you click us a couple dollars brother we give you back some awesome reward rewards it is the first day of september which means i got to do the monthly e-cards when we're done this show where i take a funny photo of sam uh, if you donate at the $2 level and up, uh, I doctor it up, make it all nice, shine that bitch up, turn it sideways, and stick it straight up your email. And uh, and then we make fun of each other doing that. But that's part of what you get. Yeah. $5 gets you a shout-out on the show. We'll do that at the end of the show uh, where we'll shout-out all of our $5 and up patrons. If you want to give us $10 or up, you can give us a monthly top three customized to whatever you want in the world. We'll do it for you. And 25 bucks gets you on the show for a segment. So some great value. We really appreciate everybody who's helped us out. And I hope you think of something good, Alan, because I know your week's coming. Yeah, yeah. we uh, It's coming up. We are in September now. He gets his new top three for the month. So um, he throws some curveballs. He does. Well, yeah. We need that sometimes. And it gives us a little break. That's a lot of fun. I love doing <laughs> yeah. it. Um, if you want to support the show without doing the monthly contribution, if you want to get some sweet We Podcast and We Know Things merch, uh, you can actually just go to WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com. If you go to WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com, it has a link to our Patreon, a link to all of our social media, and a link to our store. It's going to say store at the top <laughs> of the page. You click it, it'll take you right to our store, and you can go pick out over a 100 items, over three different designs. We're always thinking always trying to get new designs so we appreciate everybody out there and i have three new articles that are going up on the site one from ryan waldis one from mike respass one from nico matoro uh so we're looking forward to having those put up on the site over the next couple days nico's will be dropping first then ryan's then mike's and i got an email yesterday from some of our partners in the gaming industry who sent me four new codes for some switch games so i tried to give them out Nobody yeah. had a switch that writes for us so to do the re, uh, to do the review except for rest pass but um he's doing his NXT review and then I will uh I will take two of them and I, was, I still have the other two. I was going to say cuz you're going to have some time either to play them and some Spider-Man so I know you're going to have some tough decisions to make. Plus plus uh we'll talk about in a second some other retro games yeah. we picked up recently yep. and then um this was the messenger week on switch so uh, we have a review for that later but then i have my impressions after that and i still have my pick of the week later that i'll talk about i got i had that lull for like three months where i wasn't really playing many games besides miles and kilo but now i'm i'm back i'm in it i'm preparing (laughs) myself for the rough year ahead uh so we'll do that um but yeah, we got codes for Super Blackjack Battle 2 Turbo Edition, uh, which is like a sh- the Street Fighter of Blackjack. I'm really excited for that. And then uh, be- uh, In Between, which is like a puzzle platformer featuring a family. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that as well. We'll give impressions, but I'll have the reviews up on the site in due time. I want to play them, but I got other stuff to play too, brother. You can't, you can't put the pressure out there. I don't know how you're going to pick and choose. 
No, I'm not. I'm just going to do it all. I just have to be team no sleep. I still have I still have my franchise in Madden. I'm in the Super Bowl. Oh, so, so you didn't play? I didn't play it the okay. other night. Okay. I decided that the Wendy's made me so sick that I just went to bed and cried. That's that's, that's about that, how we both felt after Wendy's. Sam and I did an interview the other night, and it was really fun. We went to we we announced it last week on the show, uh, but then on Thursday night, so a couple nights ago. We went to uh, Classic Game Junkie over in Glenside, PA, which is one of the uh, most well-known uh, retro video game stores on the East Coast. And one of, I mean, definitely my favorite video game store in the country because I have only been to about two dozen. Uh, so I don't have a lot yeah. to choose from. There's hundreds out there. But uh, Frank Stanchek Jr., the owner, joined us after the store closed in the store. We sat down on top of an arcade cabinet. Uh, and had an interview for over an hour, and it was a ton of fun. It really was. It was my first time there, and you know, I really didn't know what to expect. And you kind of just, you know, you're, you're almost like just like mind blown, just staring at all these games. Like, holy shit, look at this collection! It's like all your best friends' basements growing up combined. Literally, literally truth. I, I can't even. Oh, complain. Carmen had that. Oh, Pino had that. Yeah. Oh, I had that. Oh, Greg had that. I was that. like, damn, I haven't seen a Dreamcast system in at least yeah. fifteen years. Yeah, and it was awesome to yeah. be able to to go back. I, I'm a frequent. Uh, shopper at that store um, so I walked in and I'm like <laughs> check out the Mario, check out the Pikachu here's the SNES, here's the 64 there's the NES, oh by the way there's this giant uh, glass case of all this rare shit, yeah. it was just so cool and he's got like a uh, like the lime green see-through 64 which I'm going to go back in hopefully a week or two and hopefully it's still there because I need a second one well we both picked up some stuff uh, we both had a, a, a good haul I had I bought 6 games over Two quick visits. Uh, you bought a couple, two things, I bought two, yeah. two games the other night as well. Um, and uh, I still spent less than you on my six. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, I, I went nuts. I kept staring at they had Conqueror's Bad Fur Day for sixty four in the box. I and even though you own the game already, I have, but I just have the cartridge. Right. I haven't seen a Conqueror's Bad Fur Day box in probably since it freaking came out. Yeah. So just to see, it was actually in really good condition. He gave me a great deal, so I figured I'd pick that up. He even put it in that protective plastic yeah, sleeve he, there for you. What a nice guy Frank is, and um. And I picked up a second copy of uh, Twisted Metal 2 for PS1. And I, I realized when I got back home that the edition I had was the greatest the hits. Greatest hits. The gre- it, so it had that lime green yeah, sleeve. On, on the edge of the yeah. left side. And this one was like, the actual release. So I was like, oh, cool. And then I got both. And when he bought it, he cleaned up the disc and it looks brand new. Like six times over. It looks yeah. amazing. So I'm going to have to probably grab a couple old. You know, I'm definitely bringing back the greatest hits there so we can clean because there's so many scratches. I, I still can't believe it plays. Yeah, I have to do that with my Tony Hawk 2 for PlayStation 1. It's It's mangled. Uh, so I'll do that. But it was such a great experience. Um, we hung out there from 8.30 to past 11. Yeah. So it was like, a late night for me. It was an awesome, awesome, very, awesome I very time. tired. Well, you had off the next day. I didn't. So, you know. Yeah, but I first woke up for work at 4.30 in the morning. So I was, I was tired. <laughs> and it was fun because, you know, you go in and, you you know, for you, not knowing what to expect, mm-hmm. you came in kind of just bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Yeah. And, you know, you saw all the old boxes for all the old consoles and you see all the old consoles. Like you said, he hadn't seen a Dreamcast in 15 years. Yeah, and, at least. and then we had a really good conversation with Frank about the store and how it opened, when it opened, why it opened. And then um, some new ventures he got into. They have a thing now where it's called free video game day, where it's across the country. A lot of the uh, video game stores will band together. They'll give away games. That's it. They give away games to people online. So it's a great, great thing to get people through the yeah, door. And I believe he said they started like a Facebook group of like, yeah. you know, like um, classic, 
game owners and, yeah. and basically like, hey, comics do free comic, but they want to do a free game, day, which I think is genius. Yeah, he said he gave away about three grand worth of games and made ten grand in the store, yeah. so it was well worth okay. it when you triple your investment. Just, just bring some bodies into the store, and after they see kind of what he had, to, like it, it was only a matter of time before. And he then think about all stuff. the word of mouth, the people yeah. that are posted on social media, the people that are return buyers now. You now you have repeat yeah. business. It's a genius idea when you have the inventory and you have the stock. You might as well freaking do yeah. it. I, you got the uh, you got the guy who bitches about the game he gets, but of it's a course. free game. It, that's wrong. Even like the people bitch about the free comics, like dude, it's free. How can you even complain? If you wanted, like, if if you really wanted something that you wanted to buy, go yeah. buy it. Spend yeah. a couple of dollars. It's worth it. I got Magical Quest featuring Mickey Mouse uh, for Super. All six of these are Super Nintendo games. I got Magical Quest featuring Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mania. Ah, um, uh, what else I got? I got The Lion King. I got Animaniacs. I got. Um, Aladdin, for instance. One would think you got it for Ashley, but it's for him. (laughs) That's for me. And then Arrow the Acrobat. I just really like retro platformers. It's my favorite type of game. And, like, these games, like, you don't see. Like, you, unless you're searching online for them, if you go to, like, a retro store like this, you're not going to find these games. And it's, it was cool to do that for, uh, what I spend, like, uh, 65 bucks total yeah, for all okay. six games um so it was really good and then i went um and i found more retro games last night that i picked up <clears throat> as well just because uh I, i'm trying to while i have the money and while i have the time enhance my super nintendo collection so i went and i got bubsy last night it's it was 20 bucks at, at another store and i found it for seven so I, I picked that up i picked up dino city uh, based based strictly off of John Chan's review of it, I picked up All Real Monsters, Tiny Toon Adventures, Buster Bust Loose. That's the game I was setting out to yeah. get. Very happy I got it. And then uh, when we were at the um, <clears throat> ooh, actually it was cheaper than I thought. I said seventeen bucks. When I was at the uh, Classic Game Junkie, I was looking for a box copy of Yu Yu Hakusho: The Dark Tournament for PS2. He didn't have the box or just the disc, so I found it. Uh-huh. Um, it is disc only, but it's only thirteen bucks. You could find it. You'll you'll find the game box. I'll just take it if it's in crap condition. I'll just take it over there, get it cleaned up real nice, and then be able to play. Yeah, it. like the good thing about his store, if you need any repairs on your systems, game cleans, like they do it all. They do it all, and, and that's what we encourage you to do yeah. is go listen to that interview because you're going to find out everything you've wanted to know about retro games and what it's like to own the store and what it's like to repair and 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 you know, marketing and traffic and. Everything and, and growing and expansion and escape rooms and all the cool stuff. And you'll hear in. a little new segment at the end. Yeah, we, we yeah. unveiled a new interview segment that we're going to do for our interviews, which we're looking really forward to because we think it was it went off almost without a hitch until I called Xbox 360 a retro console. And, and he even said he was, that was my favorite part. So yeah. that, that was cool. Yeah, and, and I think that we uh, <clears throat> we did it. You know, we split it down the middle. We each took a half of the segment. So we'll talk about that uh, a little later, like maybe next week or something like that. After you have a chance to listen to the episode, the episode will be released in uh, two days from today. So on Monday, Monday. April, uh, September 3rd. Yeah, I was going to say it's Monday because I posted it. It's coming out Monday, guys. Labor so, Day. Yeah, it's cool. coming out Labor Day. So we have that. So if you're listening to this pre-Labor Day, it's coming out on Labor Day. If you're listening to this post-Labor Day, it came out yeah, on Labor Day. Exactly. So check it out. But we are a part of the We Be Geeks podcast network. We Be Geeks PC com. Check out the 20-plus shows over there on the Weeby Geeks Podcast Network, uh, including our show, and also on the ESO Network. That's ESOPodcast.com. And those dudes are down in Atlanta right now for Dragon Con, hanging out, having a good time, posting a bunch of photos, doing meet and greets, doing panels. Uh, it's a shame we couldn't be there with our ESO brethren uh, and sisterin, but... Uh, 
hopefully they're, they're having a great time. Yeah, hopefully they're having a great time. The ESOPodcast.com. Uh, we talked about Classic Game Junkie, but I came across, you know, I was thinking about stuff the other night. And as I'm watching my YouTube videos, as I do every day and, and morning when I wake up, uh, it was the top, I was watching the completionist's top 10 power-ups in video games. And it was a redo of the list. And he had his old list that he would like kind of reference. And some of the B-roll that he used for top 10 power-ups was one of the bots from Gunbound. And mm-hmm. I hadn't seen that game in mm-hmm. years. I haven't thought about that game in years. And that was an old PC game that our friend Machi got us into. And it was me... Uh, Sam, Machi, Alex and Mike played. Forward. I never played with Alex, yeah, no, but it was the, primarily the four of us that played. And you could do four on four, so the four of us would squat up, as they say, together, and and we'd play it. And it was this basically game where it's turn-based. You can move in a certain range. You have a bot with uh, two different weapon types and a special, and you could uh, you have to like arc the shots in. It's basically like Worms, except with bots. It's a lot of fun. It was addicting. You gotta watch it, the wind, stuff like that. Yeah, everything. Yeah. And and the higher arc you use, you get bonus points and and bonus damage, and you can use items and all this cool stuff. And you can dress up your character and be in guilds. And if you dress up your character, you can have like the the costume actually like go towards your skill set. Yeah, and you can um, buy costumes. So you can right. spend your own money if you really want right. to. Right, or you can earn in-game currency. Yeah. It was like this great game. Plus, we played it on a dial-up modem uh, in 1999 is when we started playing it, and it ran just fine. I mean, so you, it wasn't you, very you intense. Had, you had your hiccups. You but, definitely had your but lags. It, it worked. And I was, I was had boomer. The, I was and, boomer. And Machi had the high-speed internet. Yep. So, yeah, you were boomer. I was uh, a knack with a spider yep. that could yep. shoot underneath the ground. Each bot had its own different thing. There was Cake, where the bullets sucked you in. There was Aduka, who had, uh, like, a laser from above. And then you had Mage, oh, yeah, who was, like, the new bot. Yeah, right. the, like, the new bot, the blue little wormy-looking thing. You had Boomer, which was just a wooden pail Did, that shot boomerangs. Like, when you sometimes when you hit random, you get the Black Knight? Yeah, you get the with the yeah. or the dragon, yeah, they're, the purple they're, they're dragon. Awesome. Um, so as I saw that, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I haven't thought about Gunbound in a while. So I uh, YouTube, I'm sorry, I YouTube searched Gunbound just to see if there was anybody who did reviews on it, like retro reviews or gameplay, so I could just sit and back and watch it. And as I'm going through this, I type Gunbound, and all I see is Gunbound M, Gunbound M, Gunbound M, and I'm like, "What the fuck is it? Gunbound yeah. M?" Uh, I never heard of this. And I put together, I was like, maybe it means mobile. You never know. Yeah. So I type in Gunbound into my app store on my iPad, and there it is. Gunbound Mobile. For free? For free. So I downloaded it, and it is Gunbound. It is the game we played as children. And the same characters, too? Same box. Cool. It is the game we played as children. Now, it's from a new developer, um, so they took over it, and, you know... A, some things have changed, but the bots are the same, yeah. the shots are the same, the costumes look the same, the characters are the same. Uh, a lot of the mechanics are the same. It's a little different on touch screen as opposed to a mouse and keyboard with your holding the space bar for the shot. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. <clears throat> it's um, a little easier now uh, on touch screen to at least gather where you're going. Can, Before you kind of had Can to you guess. still play on the computer? I bet you can. Yeah. I'd imagine. Um, I don't have a regular laptop, I do, so yeah. I can't I gotcha. try uh, but I would imagine you can. I know like maybe five, six years ago, maybe five, six years ago, Bill and Ryan were over my house and I was like, I just randomly thought yeah. about it. So I downloaded it and I showed them on my parents' computer and they went home and downloaded it and we tried to play for like a day. It just never caught Life on. Life got in the way. Yeah. yeah we were yeah. still 23, 24 at the time. So like. Drinking it was needed. It, it definitely yeah. got in the way a little yeah. bit. We weren't, what were we? 
11 12 at the time yeah, yeah maybe like 11 10, 11 12 um but gunbound was like the biggest game we played as kids yeah. at least as as friends yeah. like in a, in a group so now i have this mobile version on my ipad i play it and i'm expecting to get owned because this guy's got this crazy avatar he's doing the backward shots to get all the wind bonuses points, and everything yeah. and i'm like fucked uh, and I whipped that ass. I whipped <laughs> that ass. The difference with Gunbound M is it gives you six bots to choose from, not every one of okay. them. And you have to earn the rest, kind of. So I had to That's not bad. So, well, they give him at random. So he had good one. I had that stupid ice bot with the elephant. With oh, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it shoots out ice crystals. You, get, you said you get six, so you get to pick between six people. You do. You get to pick between as the six. As long as Boomer's in the starter, I'll be um, happy. Boomer was not in my starter. Yes. So I was, it could be in yours. Yeah, yes. Um I used cake and I used uh, the ice. I think it's called ice, but uh, and I won to both. I'm two and zero. Oh. Yeah. Um, I I haven't played since the other day, but I've been thinking about it a lot. You don't want to break the undefeated. I kind of am afraid to break the undefeated streak. Plus, I don't I don't yeah, like but, playing one on one. No, but that game you, you got to lose sometimes. I don't know. I felt like you, you needed it. Well, I don't like playing one on one. I don't like playing without my friends either. It's kind of boring. Yeah. So like. I can only hand, handle so much. I'd rather play other single player games than Gunbound. Yeah, but it was it well. Was now you have what great. fifteen games to play now. So yeah, you, well, you'll, you'll be busy for a while. I have a ton of games to play with. Even more on the way. We have a ton of reviews to read today. That was all a big rhyme. I appreciated that. But we got uh, trivia today. We got our big stories. And we got some big ones in the big stories. We're starting off with movies, going into TV, ending with gaming. Uh, not ending with having a lot of gaming. Then we got some music, a couple other stories, our Patreon shoutouts, our pick of the week, our standard affair. But of course, uh, the stories are crazy this week, as always. We got a lot of good ones in the big story, but we'll start with the trivia. It's five and a half for me, four for you in our race to 11, win by two. You were all jacked up to ask me this question this week. So. I, I don't remember. I think I might even ask you this question, but I, I didn't remember the answer. I'm sure you do because it's right up your alley. I just thought it was very interesting. <laughs> I love when he says it's right up your alley so you'll know it, and then it puts a lot of pressure no, on me to get it. But right? I'm pretty sure I asked it, but I, I don't care because I, I freaking like I love the question. Which Nintendo game caused enough injuries and in children to result in an $80 million, loss, uh, $80 million settlement? You never asked me that before. All right. I, I, could, I thought I did, but I was like, oh, shit. I, I would have never repeat the question. That was a little funky. Which Nintendo game game caused enough injuries in children to result in an eighty million dollar settlement? Do you have a year for me? I mean, that's a pretty wide range. I believe it was nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Oh, I have an idea. If now that I have a date, I have an idea. <clears throat> it's it's fun. It's a fun question because I'd love to think that it's that it's Mario Party from the thumbstick from doing that. I'm gonna go Mario Party. Correct. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I was it's, it. it's the rotating. Yeah, that's the what, and that's what I figured. It was either gonna be Tony Hawk, Super Smash Bros, Mario Kart, or Mario Party. Yeah. So you got it. I would if and if given the choices out of And then Mario the only reason was like Nintendo was required to to provide four sets of gaming gloves to everyone who required them. Yeah. And there was, and a, I, don't, I didn't remember that, so I was like, "Oh shit, that's that's interesting." And then there was, uh, I, I see, like it could have been earlier. Let's say if it's Nintendo, they had that power pad um, for the world class track meet where you ran and yeah. jumped, and maybe kids like broke their shit. So that's why I needed yeah. like a date range for you. Uh, now it's six point five to four yep. for you. I'm going to ask you a question a little bit differently. There's not a multiple choice aspect to it as usual. So what it is is I'm going to require you to name two things. Okay. And each one of them that you can name is a half a point. So if you get them both, it's a full point. If you get one, it'll be a half a point. Gotcha. Uh, we have in the movies section, we have a, a an 
announced a newly announced Looney Tunes movie called Coyote versus Acme. Um, and it's not, it's Wiley Coyote, but it's not the road runner. It is basically versus the Acme corporation. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, that's that's comes from a deadline report. It will be hitting theaters as only the third theatrical Looney Tunes film. What are the other two films? Yeah, I've read them too. I read the article. If you read the article, you'd I get did. them. <sighs> Space Jam. Yes. There's a half a point. I now know. he can lock down the other. I, I, I point. read the article, and the other one came out a couple years later. Yes, it did. As a matter of fact, I, did, I read the article six or seven years later, two thousand three. Uh, it came out. Shit. God damn it, hold on. Uh, you sense. can take your time on think. this one. Shit. Take your time on this one. You already got 4.5. Space Jam. And what was the other one? Was it Roger Rabbit? Roger Rabbit is not a Looney Tunes. Was it? I don't know. <laughs> and that was in the 80s. That was it? Jesus that was before Christ. all of it. I, I don't know. I have Brendan Fraser in mind. But um, I don't think it's him. I can't think of the fucking movie. I'll, I'll try to give you a hint that's not like a crazy hint. God damn it. Hold on here. I, I know. I read the Brandon article. Brandon right. Yeah, I figured. And uh, I, I see him in the and movie. Jenna Elfman and Steve Martin yeah. and Heather Locklear yeah. and Timothy Dalton and Joan Cusack and Goldberg. Yeah, I, I see. I see the movie. I can't think of the goddamn name. Yeah, Brandon Fraser. You got it. You can. You can get there, dude. You can get there. No, I don't think I can. God damn it! Something Looney Tunes. Ah. <sighs> It does have the name Looney Tunes. I know, in it, dude. I'm telling you, I, I I see. I've seen the movie. I know the movie, but I cannot think of the name. Something Looney Tunes. God damn you, Brendan Fraser! I was just looking at you too. That sounded a little creepy. Yeah, well, he was just. I just saw him in the uh, the DC, DC streams. They they released some photos. God damn it! What's that movie? Looney Tunes Escape or? Shit. <sighs> I don't know. Looney Tunes back in action. Back in action. That's it. Nope. Well, I you got a half a point. Yeah, it's now it. six and a half to four and a half. I'll Looking forward it. to our battle. Two eleven win by two. Let's get into the biggest story section of the show, Sam. The DC Universe finally gets a release date of September fifteenth. Yeah. It's two weeks from today. Yeah, I still didn't pre-order it. I'm probably gonna wait a little bit. You could save that money. That's a pretty big big savings. I don't care. I'm still going to do the monthly serve each month. I'm going to do it by year. You, But you know you're going to keep it. Probably, but I'll do it by month. I'm in no rush. I got other pressing matters that need to be attended to first. Right, Rue? Just God bless this man, Rue. Yeah. God bless him. He's, she opened her eyes now. She's yeah. like, the hell, Sam? What I, think, are you I think there's a method to my madness. And at the, at the launch, like, yes, they're there, releasing 20... Not. They're releasing 2,500 comics. I understand that. Which is okay. It's, it's pretty cool. It's a decent start, but it's again. It's pretty cool. You already have 2,500 comics in your basement. I so. probably do. No, I don't, keep, <laughs> I don't keep comics in the basement like that. Oh, my bad. My bad. But uh, Titans isn't going to debut till October. October so I, 12th. So yeah. I basically have another an extra month I'll save. Is there any original dollars. content at all hitting the service, or is it just going to be comics and movies? I think probably just movies. Bit. I think probably yeah. some, maybe some older I TV I saw shows. the animated series, probably the '89 Batman, yeah. Keaton, all them stuff. Yeah. Stuff you can get or should have already. I already own it, so right. it's like I can wait an extra month. And dude, there's still like September 15th. I'm still gonna be playing Spider-Man. I, I told you though that like the reason that I wouldn't do the upfront 
because we don't have release dates on the content and they're trying to get that's a bad sign to me when they're like hey save 15 20 bucks over a year span which is a great deal but if you do it up front but you're not you're not promising me any content. It's, this is the only exactly. release date we the have. The first month, there's nothing, so it's there's just nothing, sitting right. there. Right. Like, so it was like the WWE Network when it first started. There wasn't the the content that there yeah, is now. It's everything. I mean, it'll be. I'm sure it's worth it. The pre-order. Like, yeah, I understand they're picking one winner to. I guess you can go travel to. They pay for your trip to California. The, they let you ride in the Batmobile. They tour Warner Brothers with you. I mean, that's a cool incentive. Like, yeah. I don't want people out of a gazillion. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, but I'll wait. I'm in no rush. If Titans was to release the day one, of course I would pre-order it. Do we know if Titans is going to be re- – is, is DC Universe doing it where they're doing it the Hulu style or Netflix I, style? I didn't, I didn't, is it one episode a week or is it all I didn't front? read anything that confirmed that, yeah. but I hope it's the Netflix style. I don't want to wait one episode a week like the Hulu style. But then you get them all done in a day. That's fine. You're good with that? Yeah. They're like Iron Fist drops on the same day. But like I would have – I'm torn. Iron Fist season two is that's on, why on I don't Friday, know. huh? That's why I don't know how much time I'm going to have to be able to play over Spider-Man because what I've been seeing – and I, I love Iron Fist as a character. Even right. before the show, I, I think he's one of my favorites. You have hope for season two. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I'm one of the rare few that kind of thought one was decent. Yes, I understand that the fighting scene, which is, was definitely lackluster. I'll agree 110% there. Sure. But Colleen, that's where Colleen Wig kind of her story. I thought she kicked ass and she kind of helped carry that show along. But season two, I think this is after seeing him in – Defenders? No, after seeing him in uh, Luke Cage season two okay. and just how them two like played off each other, like I think this is like this is going to be Iron Fist's season. I'm hoping that Luke Cage is going to make an appearance because you need Iron Fist and you need Power Man together, right? And you need I, Finn Jones. I think is the right person for that part. I, I think he he finally is comfortable in the role because yeah. again, the the first season he even said, "Dude, we two weeks before the fight scene, we're learning it right there." Yeah. So they were not prepared. And now they have a new fight choreographer. Like they have some new new guys coming in, fresh blood. And now he kind of knows what to expect with the role. Yeah. And I'm sure he had way more time to train, be prepared for it. He's been living in New York, so. So you got a week of Iron Fist before the DC Universe launches. Uh, did they give any sort of preview of the content that's going to go with launch outside of the comics and the movies? Like, do we have um, like a launch day total laundry list of stuff. Do the we only, know that? The only thing I saw was the animated series, 2500 comics. Batman the animated series? Yeah, so I don't, I don't it's if, not going to be the Blu-ray quality. I don't I know assume. if they're going to drop the whole, maybe like the first season or first two seasons HD maybe, or they give you everything. I, I, wonder I don't if, know. I wonder if Prime is going to be able to keep it or if it's going to leave Prime because that's how I watch it is via Prime and I'm not but, getting but, the Yeah, universe, but the Prime's so. not HD. You're getting no, the I know standard. That. It's, it's, it's and, definitely and, not HD. And they push back the um, the release date to October 30th now. So you're but, you getting, got it, but you got it for 20 bucks cheaper. Yeah, now it's $87. I suggest yeah. everyone go pre-order that on Amazon. And you're getting on Blu-ray now and digital. So yeah. I think it's it's worth the, what, two extra weeks they pushed it back? Oh, and digital. Yeah. That's cool that they're adding the so digital So it was only space. two weeks delay. I was like, dude, that's uh, Two weeks is nothing when you're waiting when you're waiting eight months but I, yeah i like i i'm cool with you know i won't be getting the dc universe i have other streaming services that have been announced that i'll invest my time and money yeah, I, into. I just canceled spotify so my digit yeah, so my, i still use it every day so, all the time so basically the money that i'm going to save there is just i just can't have that i can't have netflix i can't have this i can't just have everything yeah. i have to make some sacrifices so the money that the 1075 from spotify so what's eight ninety nine or seven ninety nine for the DC streaming service? So right. it's like I won't even take. Yeah, it. Yeah, we have Disney. We have another one that just got announced. So I'll, and I'll and be doing that's both another of thing. Those. Then I'm preparing when Disney drops third. It's like okay, <laughs> yeah. that's probably going to be another expense. So I had I can't have like five different freaking apps. I can't. Yeah, and we have uh, I subscribed her to a it's called Adults and Crafts. 
uh, I think it's what it's called, or Adults in Crafting or something. And it's a monthly subscription box for crafting. And, you know, she loves to craft yeah. stuff. She's so I artsy. figured it was going to be really super and, cool. And thank you to the first lady. I did take a picture of the wine glass she made yeah. for me. It was very nice. Uh, I, I'm hoping, you know, I was hoping it'd be super cool. The first thing was a little underwhelming that we got, and it is over 30 bucks a month. So I'm thinking if, you know, I get rid of that, unfortunately for her. Maybe I can put the money into the Disney and well, the other streaming Well, that's what you kind of say to her. Say, well, the 30 we save here. Remember, Disney, boom, you know, whatever. Yeah. More money, Spotify. Maybe you get the DC streaming service, depending if they had good content that you're it interested have, in. I would wait on that because oh, yeah. I would want all of those shows to come out first. Like, I want Swamp Thing. I want the Harley oh, Quinn course. show. I want Doom Patrol. I want Titans. But I want it all for me at once because you know me with yeah. content. I don't get to watch as much. as It's, it's literally you with gaming is me with TV. Yeah. We just... And we I do know, it when we have time, but we prefer the other piece. I forget the storyline they're doing for the Swamp Thing show, but I know it's one of Alan Moore's story, which is yeah. I think it's a I it's I know it's a lot of people's favorites. That's what I've been seeing on Instagram, and I know they're they're filming the the um the robot um, the Doom Patrol. They're filming that yeah. now, so it's like I that's probably not going to be released till next year. Right. So the only thing holding them over is probably going to be Harley Quinn. Isn't that this late late this year or early I, next year? I don't year? know if they gave a date for that, but I think it's going to be Young Justice. Right. Because I don't know if you saw, they did release mm-hmm. a little Nightwing clip. I, I That was freaking awesome. So yeah. they were, I mean, even if that was the only thing out, they had my money on right, that. Right, because of season, was that season three or season six? Season, season three. Right. I've been waiting for like six years. If, yeah. That, that that alone, even that's not even at launch date. If that was at launch date, I would have pre-ordered. Is that the thing you're most hyped for in the probably, service? Yeah, probably, yeah. Would it be uh, Young Justice, then Titans, then Doom Patrol? Or yeah, is it probably, then Harley probably, Quinn yeah. or then Swamp no, Thing? Probably Harley Quinn before Swamp Thing. Okay. Or no, probably Swamp Thing before Harley, excuse okay, me. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of good stuff coming. We just, A, it, we don't know when. And we don't know the quality. And I'd rather get, Titans is going to tell us a lot. Yeah, and I'd rather wait a little bit. I have some time. Let people get it. Let me hear their thoughts. Maybe there's some problems, some kinks that they could fix. So by the time I get it, that we're just kind of ready to go. You know, with like streaming services, the the kinks. I don't know, man. Like it's a tough. Well, this is new for DC. Like this isn't something that they've had before. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know if it's like. It depends on what platform they're using. It's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be a DC proprietary platform. I'm sure they'll use some other platform and some other person's third-party thing to get it out there which they'll have some maintenance on i'm i i think if you're going to launch this thing and they're saying we're going to go in two weeks and we're ready it's probably ready i mean if i didn't have if i wasn't already backlogged of reading like so many comics it could be worth it just for 2500 comics and i'm sure they're going to add more over time what's a comic go for you in terms of time to read it how long do you usually oh, quite take dude, it could be like 10 15 minutes to read a whole comic yeah, usually usually i I'm, I'm pretty sure i speak for everyone like you don't stop like if you're reading like a new comic that just came out on wednesday you're, you're, it's a one-set comic. It's a fast read. You look at the art, you appreciate it, boom, right to the bag and board it goes. Like you take your Wendy shit and then boom, you got it. You can read it. Oh, dude. your Wendy shit. Well, I, I, I don't like to, to bring that to the bathroom. That's something I like to sit down and be you know, comfortable or not. I Give me your it, setting. Give me your comic the, book it, setting. Oh, dude, I could be freaking laying. The leather couch on the I could be laying room. in bed. I could let my feet up, read it. it literally, I could be laying on the damn floor. Take it out on the porch with, some, uh, with a glass of lemonade. Maybe I'll back or something with, while the dogs are outside or something, yeah. <laughs> Microsoft announces uh, Microsoft All Access, which we rumored last week was going to be the bundle with the console, Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Live Gold, um, all for like 30 bucks a month, 35 bucks a month. Well, it was announced. Microsoft announces Microsoft All, <clears throat> excuse me, all Access. This is from Nick Stangelo. Uh, I'm sorry, Sanatello. How about San Angelo? I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> oh, for three. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go with that. This is from IGN. Following re- weeks of rumors, Microsoft officially unveiled its all-access program. 
Xbox All Access lets consumers pay for Xbox One X or Xbox One S in monthly installments when they commit to two-year Live Gold and Game Pass subscriptions. Essentially, it's an interest-free console financing plan. Xbox All Access will last for a limited time and, as earlier rumors suggested, appears to only be available in the U.S. The Xbox One X bundle... When you say that, it like foams your mouth. It gets pretty <laughs> difficult. Say that five times fast. Xbox One X. Bundles, uh, the Xbox One X bundle costs $35 per month for 24 months, which is exactly what we rumored last week, while the Xbox One S bundle is $21.99 per month over 20, uh, 24 months. So for the more powerful console, you're going to be about $14, $15 bucks more a month, um, but it is the Xbox One X. Uh, it's a payment structure that will be familiar to any consumer who has ever signed up for a two-year phone plan, allowing them to pay for the phone in installments. Where it differs, however, is that Xbox All Access subscribers will actually save money off the product that they're buying. This is particularly true for the Xbox One S bundle, which saves subscribers $132 off the standard retail price of the console and services if sold separately. The Xbox One X bundle isn't anywhere there near that good uh, of a deal, but it still saves buyers around $20 off the retail pricing. So we said last week, this is a great win for Microsoft because over the long run, they're going to spend more, yeah. but they're actually saving money by doing this, but they're getting your commitment. And then one of the main things I picked out of there was interest-free. That's yep. that's the big one there. Um, it's, it's it's definitely great. You can't beat it. I, if, if you're going to get it, I think you get the high console for 35 If you're going to do it, you do it. You know what I mean? You, know, what you, you, just what's $14? you don't even have to buy any games because of how many games are on the service yeah. on Xbox Game Pass. And inc- that includes but, all of Microsoft's first party. Another thing that has party. my question, you said a limited time. How long is this limited uh, yeah, time? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe it's just a two-year thing and it's over and then you have an option to buy the console outright for a smaller fee. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because especially if you're saving $100 on each system, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to think they're taking a loss there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're, what that model looks like. I'm assuming because of the price of the Xbox One S, you're saving over a hundred dollars. Yeah. They probably have a really nice amount of those in the I'm warehouse sure. ready to roll. My hope is that they're not refurb, that they're not all refurbished systems, and they're, re, you know, they're making them nice again and shipping them out. I'm hoping they, they're well, brand new. Even boxed. if they were, could they? I'm hoping they're brand new. Do they have boxed. to tell you? Yeah, yeah, they have to. You have to be told that and. Uh, it's it's like, uh, or is that something that's going to sneak out before it comes? Oh, you're it's going to be refurbished systems, or you know what I mean? Um, I would hope that they are smart enough that they would give you a refurb option for like two bucks less a month. And I would okay. also hope that because you're renting it and paying a monthly fee, that anything that happens to the console, including accidental damage, would be covered. Uh, in replacement, yeah. I would really hope that. Yeah. And maybe the replacement is a refurb. That's how the phone market works. Yeah. You get your new phone. If it breaks, you have to do an insurance claim. Nine times out of ten, you you're getting a refurb yeah. device. So, I mean, I hope I hope that it's a new console at first. And if you have to send it, it's a refurb. But we don't we don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's a great deal for <clears> Xbox because obviously we know that they have some catching up to do. They're, they're yeah. in last place, I would G- think. Game Pass is just so good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just great. such a great deal that again you don't have to buy a single game outside of like your Madden and course. the things that are that are third party super titles brand, or super brand new. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know, but any Xbox One console exclusive is there day one. So like Crackdown and, and I mean, and congrats, they're the first people to do something like this. I, I haven't yes, heard they of are. nothing. No they're the first people to do Game Pass. They're the first people to do backwards compatibility in this generation. They're the first people to do a subscription service like this. While you know, again, we said it last week, the content that they're lacking on the game side, they're making up for it in innovation. Yeah. You got to give them yeah. a round of applause for that. You know, Nintendo is doing something similar where they're charging the twenty dollars per year for their online service, yeah. and they're going to give you twenty NES games that are going to be kind of changing. We still don't know much about that. And 
it launches this month, God forbid, they need to do a Nintendo yeah. Direct about that. I'd quickly. imagine they're already working on the new system. Yeah, we already had the rumors yeah. of it being two devices. So and that's what I'm thinking. Maybe they, they probably have an overstock of these systems. So what way can we get? They're not selling like the way we thought. Let's devise a plan to get rid of them to kind of empty our warehouse to prepare for this new system. But you have to think of it this way too, though. If it's only a two-year commitment and then you have to give it back, they're just going to get all these back in two years when it's even more obsolete. But I think they're, but their idea is people aren't going to give them back. They're going to rent. The they're going to rent to own. Yeah, that that would be the hope. It's like a car that you lease. Exactly. Like it, it, it doesn't make sense. You're going to pay it off, and it's going to take you less than two years to pay it off. Right. You know, I can't see anyone give it back unless they just freaking hate Xbox. Like, I wouldn't get it because I'm, I'm loyal to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. You know, I look, except 64, I dabble a little bit there, but that, that's really it. 3DS. Yeah, well, still <laughs> Nintendo. I, I, two, two systems I stay with. So 66%. Yeah, yeah he's, exactly. He's loyal to 66%. Uh, it's a great deal. And uh, if again, this, if I'm new into the gaming space and I have a budget... Instead of spending five hundred bucks up front, yeah. then ten dollars a month on Game Pass, then uh, sixty dollars a year. I, I mean, think, not to compare to, to the DC streaming service, but that's kind of where I say I'd rather just pay the one month. I don't. I could drop seventy, eighty, whatever it costs, but I'd rather just give you my monthly things. Just that's the it. difference is the difference is it's the actual total opposite because in the DC streaming service you save um, money by doing it up front. Course, this you're actually course. saving money by doing it month to month. So it's, it's actually yeah, kind of weird true, that true. way. Yeah, it's weird that way, but it's still a great deal because yeah. it's. It's again, Game Pass alone has over a hundred something games that yeah. are fucking great games. Yeah. So uh, again, it, I have two. I don't need it. But if you're yeah. out there and you're like on the fence, somebody asked me the other day, Xbox One or PS4. I said, you go PS4 for the games, you go Xbox One for the experience. What do you want more? Yeah. Do you want better apps? Because Xbox One kicks the shit out of PlayStation. And for apps. you said that Spider Man is coming out on the seventh, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you want great Only games, by the way. if you want a great games, you go PlayStation. Yeah. It's simple as that. If you want great exclusive games, you go for PlayStation. Yeah. If you want, in my opinion, the better controller, and if you want, in my opinion, the best better controller. No, no, I think Xbox is a better controller. See, it's not to even me, close. it's clunky. I, it's, it's for me being loyal to PlayStation. When I hold an Xbox controller, it's awkward. Mm-hmm. It can That's be. Me. I'm used me. to a bigger controller but, because of it. But you give me a 64 controller. Fits like a glove, a three fingered yeah, glove. It fits perfectly. <laughs> that awkward stick that just shoots out. Just but like I'm a, still it looks like it. a trident, but you still know, used to it. That's fine. Um, I I think Xbox has the better online infrastructure, the better yeah, cleaner that apps. That I would agree. So with. it depends on what you want. If you're using your Xbox for like Netflix and WWE Network and Hulu, and then you're playing some games that you don't want to put a disc into, you go Xbox. If you want Uncharted, Last of Us, Spider-Man, oh. Ghost of Tsushima, and all that great well, games, and, you go for PlayStation. Well, and PlayStation has Netflix, Hulu, all that stuff. It's just ugly. Stuff. It's horrible. It's a horrible experience. It's the easy. UI on PlayStation it's, it's easy. It's easy for me. Because it's the only thing you know. It's it Actually, blows. it's on my TV also, so I have another option. Console-wise, it's the only thing okay, you know. Thank you. But the UI blows for PlayStation. Yeah. It's just what it is. Okay. And the infrastructure. No, the I, I agree. The online Xbox gets hacked is, is every better fucking than year. Yeah. So, but again, great deal. Let's move forward past that. Uh, they also announced that they want to acquire more studios that will help them develop content for the Game Pass. And they announced two days ago a white Xbox One X and a white Elite controller. So really good moves by Microsoft all around because I can I prefer the white the white consoles. I just do. Or the blue. The awkward and, and blue. it makes sense for them expanded. If they're going to have all these more systems out there, you're going to need games to support them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, again, really good. Just good moves all around. Uh, by Microsoft as we move into a movie I'm sorry TV related uh, big story here this is where our top three is going to come for the week uh, Emmy Rossum has announced that she will be leaving Shameless after this season the new season starts a week from tonight which is 
Big mistake. Should have started it tomorrow night because next week is week one of the NFL. So forget about it. Well, the Eagles don't play at night, I found Kurt. Who gives a fuck? This I'll is the rest fine. of the country. Yeah, I'll show be fine. Time. I'll be fine. The Eagles play on Thursday. First Which I'll be all. fine. I'll be fine. So, There's nothing on Thursday. We're good. So, uh, just, don't, just don't make no interviews on Thursday night. We're fine. I uh, already cleared that one up. Good. Got a request. Said, uh, can't do that one. Good. Good. <laughs> then got a request for when you're in Baltimore or uh, yeah, Baltimore. Yep. Uh, I can't do that one. So we'll we'll have we'll more, we'll have more we'll, interviews we'll figure it out. to announce in the coming weeks. But yeah, this was a big big mistake. The whole country outside of Sam is going to be yep. watching. I mean, it's uh, it's gonna be watching. It's football. definitely gonna be sad to watch Shameless without Emmy Ross, but we're getting one more season with her, and she carried the show for the, a while. The thing is, she made the announcement after they were done filming, so her arc was already decided. Yeah. So they can't change the show based off of her decision. So whatever happens to her is gonna happen but, to her. But I'm sure she talked to um, Mark Wells, oh, creator of the show, and they. I'm sure they said, and, and even like the creator left a statement is she's gonna be going away. She's always welcome back. You right. know what I mean. So it's not like she dies at the end of the season, right? Because if we, you remember, I I don't. I never. I only watched like two episodes of the the UK version. Mm-hmm. But Emmy moves away in the second season. Yeah, she goes with Jimmy Steve, and they go. Yeah. And I don't think you see her again until like season AKA eight. AKA Fiona. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah. that's, so it's like they're basically doing the same thing, just eight years later. Well, that's because Emmy Rossum's a fucking charming actress who yeah, made she's a powerhouse. The, who made the show. She yeah. was, it's supposed to be about like Frank, but. Emmy uh, or slash Fiona is really the lifeblood of that show, and uh, it's definitely going to be different. It's going to take some adjusting, getting used to. But the other characters grew so much on the show that I think the show will be fine. I'm still going to continue to watch it. I just don't like Carl. Wow, what is it with TV Carls? Yeah, I just can't get behind the Carls. I just I don't like Carl. I don't like the little shit kicker. He he has his moments, but there's times where it it kind of falls flat for me too. But I mean, the girlfriend arc in last season was pretty good. I mean, I, I think to me, I need, more, I need more lip and I need more Kevin V because Kevin Steve Vera, Howie amazing. is freaking he's hilarious. hilarious. Um, yeah, he's great. I need more lip. I think Ian's always great. Um, Deb is a horrible, horrible I, I, I character. I would prefer. I like it. I prefer Carl over Deb. Believe that. I can see that. A hundred percent. Deb's probably my second least favorite, yeah. but. But she's great. I just don't like the, the, the character. The dead yeah, character. Yeah. Um, little too. She's like fifteen or sixteen still. There's a little, t- little yeah. too much going on yeah. for a sixteen yeah. year old for yeah. me to be to, yeah. for me to be all about. But we did our top three this week based off of uh, top three moments in Shameless. I went a different direction. I went top three Fiona moments in Shameless. Oh, so you see, so I think I have kind of one kind of with her, but the other ones kind of just like the moments that stuck yeah. out to me that were you were crazy shit yeah. or funny. And mine, even if they're not like Fiona doing them, they center around Fiona. So I wanted to give my tribute to Emmy Rossum and the character Fiona for this top three. So my, my number three, one of my favorite moments was um, when Kevin V are trying to get pregnant and they can't, so they go for her mom. That's to keep it classic. To keep it in the family. I, I just love them two characters. I think they have great chemistry. They're absolutely hilarious. And to, to the thought of just impregnating your your wife's mother. Yeah. Kev, <laughs> Kev is one of the is probably the funniest character. Yeah, on the show. and to me that was one. Of the, I just remember him like just Kev's face and just the way he he played that whole out. I thought it was hilarious. I love that arc when Kev's wife came back into the picture for a yeah. few episodes and like he was almost like, "What do I do?" Yeah. And the whole thing with I can't remember her name, but the Russian girl where they both were Svetlana. with Kev. Yes, with Svetlana as Kev is married to V, but yeah. also wants to be with Svetlana. Kev's the man. <laughs> it's it's a great arc. That whole family is just so yeah. twisted. They're almost as bad as the Gallagher's. Uh, yeah. So great storyline, yeah. and then to tie that into Fiona, Fiona and V being best friends, Fiona's always in the middle of that too. Yeah. So it's great to see there. My number three is when th- it was actually this past season in season eight when the family was caught up with a cocaine dealer or a meth dealer, I think it was, 
and they needed Fiona's help to get out of it because I think they like showed up at the house or something like that. And she lined them all up and said, "Tell me I'm right. Yeah, make you. I want you to say I'm right." Yeah, they all, all kind of sold drugs yeah. to, to kind of pay this guy. And, yeah, yeah. No, that was good. And so she made the whole family line up and say. Fiona, you were right because she's gone through so much shit and getting shit on for eight seasons that this was a big moment for her as a character where she finally got her respect and oh man, and finally e- and I feel valued. I, and I even like the Frank part after that where they go to give the guy money, they're short, and then Frank kind of stands up for his family. You take this goddamn rock, come yeah. after you. And I was like, oh shit, Frank. Like Frank has his very rare moments. Rare moments. Yeah, and know. that's what keeps yeah. Frank on that that. That line, line. That, yeah. that fine you, we love line. and hate Frank exactly you, yeah. absolutely every fucked up thing he does for masturbating on every grave that he has and for banging a chick to death. death that was that was uh, almost he has on my moments list like that and then took her TV but my, but my, <laughs> but my number two I went I went with the moment with lip um there was a moment where the, the neighborhood finds out that um, they had I think there was an app that tracks like um I don't know if it's not 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 oh, we got some pouring rain now. Oh, lovely. Um, it's it's where they they have like a, like a sex offender kind of shows up on the neighborhood. Oh my god, yeah. So and, they all the, the whole the whole neighborhood walk up. They knock on this door, and it's like this this beautiful, this beautiful young girl. girl. And it's like and Liv's face. I just remember his face cracking up, and he kind of comes back and wants to like trim her hedges and kind of seduce her. She has her. like peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah, then nars his shit, and you know, there whatever, and um, you know, kind of seduce her whatever, and you know, they do their thing, and then at the end of the episode, it's uh, Mandy knocks on the door and. She, her two brothers are digging her grave on her front lawn. It's like you had the rest, of, or it's like you have until they finish that hole to, to get the it, fuck out, or you're going in the hole. Yeah. I just thought that was a great episode. That was probably one of the most enjoyable episodes. Yeah. It was yeah. so fun. It was crazy funny. That was great. Shameless was much more shameless early on in the show. It has gotten a little bit more tame recently, but still good. Yeah. It fumbled for a couple seasons there, but season eight was actually pretty good. Yeah. Looking really forward to next season. I'll watch it on Monday before Raw. Yeah. It's kind of how we do yeah. it during Shameless. It's we you, watch you it Monday it, nights yeah. at 8 we start. Then by the time it's over, we put right on Raw and we can fast forward nice. the commercials. So that's been our thing. I'm sure we'll continue it. Uh, my number two is when this was a, a gut-wrenching moment for the show and probably Emmy Rossum's best acting and best arc overall in the show is when uh, Liam got into the cocaine. Oh, yeah. And uh, season four and... Um, I think the episode's called Iron City, where she goes to prison for it, and it was just gut wrenching yeah. to see it. And you know that she was just—I believe it was like the family was having a party, and they're all yep. celebrating, having a good yep. time, and all of a sudden, where's Liam? And he's in the coke, and then yeah, uh, I think that was crazy. She ended up going to prison for it, and uh, yeah, because she's technically the guardian. It's just yeah. like it just ripped your yeah. heart oh, out yeah. that this great family moment was ruined, and she couldn't catch a break. Yeah. And her acting during that was phenomenal. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that one. My number one kind of, I just loved it from season one, from the first episode, I loved Emmy Rossum and um, Jimmy Steves, uh, Justin Chadwick. I, I loved their their chemistry. I thought they hit it off perfect. Mm-hmm. And they kind of build and build and build. And end of the season, I think it was two, he, we kind of think he dies. Uh, and one of the moments, I, think, I believe with the season four finale, the closing clip, you kind of see... Jimmy Steve roll up in front of the house and I remember like because everyone was talking about it everyone was like where's Jimmy Steve I hope he's not dead and I I, I was hoping that they were going to continue his story but I just don't like how they wrote him out the show I didn't like that it was it was it was underwhelming I didn't think that he would I I didn't just didn't agree with his choice I thought that he really did care for and he wasn't the swindler or lying cheat steal that he said he was they did leave it open so maybe he comes back now to take Fiona that's how they leave maybe that that would be cool because that's kind of what happens in the UK version him and Jimmy Steve go I just didn't like where that left off. I think they had still room to grow and just 
I just didn't like the story, but I, I did like that moment that he finally came back. Like, oh shit, and he was with some other girl in front of the house. So that, yeah. was, that was cool. And, you know, I definitely think that, that he can come back still. They left it open, open-ended enough. She watches every episode thinking he's going to come back. I hope, dude, he's, he's like one of my, I thought them two had great chemistry for this the is first the, This is the season where it happens, because if she's leaving, like I said, and it, like it, you it, said, it, it, it makes, makes sense. sense. It makes sense. So we'll see if that actually comes yeah. to fruition. My number one is... Um, my number one would have been my number one even if I wasn't trying to do this around Fiona because it's my favorite moment of yeah. the show. It is Gus Fender. Oddly enough, his last name is Fender and he's a musician. Oh, yeah. figure. The, Fuck you, the Fiona. The best song yeah. ever. Yeah. Fuck you, Fiona. When she thought she was going to get this amazing song and he was like, I wrote you this song. I want to play it for you. She shows up at the bar all happy, smiling, and then he, he shits starts all the song over. and just shits all over her with the best song ever written. Yeah. Fuck you, Fiona. Great moment of the show. I hope it's the number one hit on the next like season <laughs> or something. So that was, that was a good one. I did yeah. like that one. Emmy Ross, and we wish you nothing but the best in your future endeavors. Thank you for the nine years you brought to Shameless, and we we I, hope you do come back yes, later on for a couple definitely. episodes. It'd be great and uh the show won't be the same without it, you it but won't. but it'll still be a great show we love shameless it's such an We're underrated it for the long haul it, it is an underrated gem yeah. of a tv show uh moving on to the other streaming service we've alluded to a couple times already in this episode we talked about the dc universe and we talked about the disney streaming service well we're getting another one and by the way it's available now already i checked it out yesterday the temptation was there to pay my ten dollars but i just didn't i just couldn't even though i really want to could be six dollars depending on how you want to go for it nickelodeon is launching a streaming channel called Nick Splat. Uh, we have Teen Nick uh, 133 goes to Splat uh, from like 11 at night to like 7 in the morning. It shows like Angry Beavers and all the other stuff. But this is an on-demand model featuring all the shows. Dozens of beloved shows giving you an excuse to channel your inner child on demand. The network has partnered uh, with my – I'm sorry, with video uh, – aggregation platform verve uh, which is offering nick splat as an over-the-top subscription channel starting today it's priced at 5.99 per month but is also included if you decide to pay 9.99 per month for the premium the premium has every yeah, anime yeah. you could ever want it's got a ton of shows so i might as well just pay the ten dollars to go over the top get uh everything that comes with verve plus nick splat i looked at it i was like it's got rugrats doug Ariel monsters angry beavers keenan and kill nick arcade guts legends at hidden temple double dare you, all the shit we watched i mean you guess the the six dollar price point is great but dude spend the extra four get everything why why half-ass it dude, verve has a lot of it, stuff. It, that's what it's I'm like it, it's 10. like a little it's like a little crunchy roll mixed with a little nickelodeon and, and you have you know, a little nugget on the way like this is going to be right up your alley my other uh because of the nick splat announcement my other idea for a top three would have been Favorite Nicktoons or favorite Nickelodeon shows. We won't go there because we did decide to go with the uh, We could always save it one. down the road. I just want to know what your favorite overall Nicktoon or show on Nickelodeon that you watched growing up. What was it? Out of the Nicktoons, you had Doug and Rugrats and Ariel Monsters. Was you it Rocket Power? Rocket Power was on there. Be. That came out in 97, I believe. It could be Rocket Power. I, I always love Rocket Power. Give me the four main characters' names from Rocket Power. Reggie, Otto. Yep. yep. Sam. Yep. Twister. Yep. Mm-hmm. The kid still got it. The kid still got it. What was the? Uh, I, I never. I always forget his name. The big Hawaiian guy's name. I don't know. Bahuna. <laughs> I don't remember. I either. forget, dude. I forget. Uh, I know we, we we looked at them at this like two weeks ago on the we, show. And we, we forgot that fast. Uh, what was it? Rocket power. My Hawaiian buddy. It Tito. Was... Tito. Tito. Wasn't it? So, yeah. Look at that. Tito's vodka. That's how you got to remember it. <laughs> I guess it was. Remember uh, a cartoon by vodka. Why not? Otto, Reggie. Oh, who? what was the dad's name? Otto, wasn't it? No, that was the kid's name. Brother, uh, sister, Otto, uh, and Reggie. 
The dad was Stu. That was the Rugrats. That was Rugrats. Uh, Ray. <laughs> Ray. Ray. That's Ray it. Rocket. Right, right. Yeah, Tito Makani. Cool. See, yeah. Tito. Tito's Vodka, baby. There you go. That's really cool. Yeah, Rocket Power's great. I would probably still say Nick Arcade. Yeah. Um, or like Guts. I love Guts. That aggro crap. I mean, you could, I mean, you could say Legends of Hidden Temple. I always yep. love that show. Yeah, I mean, Double Dare. The you you Double can't Dare. go wrong. There's so many. Nick, 90s Nickelodeon was probably the best era of television. Yeah, kids nowadays, they, they, that's why the, I think it's – if you're a father now in your 20s, early 30s, you owe it to your kids to get this network and, and raise them right on these shows. Yeah, no, no more just Paw Patrol shit. Or just PJ Masks crap. Or, no, granted, or it's the guy Caillou or the guy who's cancer. Everyone hates him. What? They have one cartoon. He has uh, cancer? Caillou? I think it's Caillou. Everyone, dude, like, every, everyone's like, dude, even like Lauren, like, everyone hates this show, but kids watch it. He's got cancer? Yeah, and everybody's like, he's like, he's such an asshole. Like, I don't, I think it's Caillou. I could be wrong, but everyone says I, they hate I the show. I have never heard of this yeah, in my life. Yeah. But, like, when you look at, like, Nick Jr. when we were kids and Stick Stickly and Face and all the yeah. things that we had... Uh, Stick Stickly was Nickelodeon. Are Face you afraid was, of the dark? That was that yeah, stuff. but Nick Junior specifically because we're talking about like okay, the little yeah. kids shows. We had like Little Bear. Do you remember? Little oh yeah, Bear? Little Bear. Yeah, I do remember. So that. like yeah. our shows weren't great. Eureka's Castle. You you thought we had a few stinkers. We had Come a few on. stinkers in yeah. there, but the 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 ten year old and above Rocko's shows. Rocco's Modern Life. That, that was like awesome. that's where like the yeah. Nicktoons and stuff came in with yeah. Hey Arnold, Rocco's Modern Life. Hey Arnold, another good one I really loved. So, I always like, watched. Yeah, Stoop Kid and Dino Spumoni. Dino Spumoni. The, Frank the, Sinatra Jr. The best episode I've ever seen of Hey Arnold is when they have that abandoned lot that they turn into a baseball, baseball. field. That was good and I always loved the, 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 that fish episode where him and Joe get this monster fish that their hmm. dad lost their lore and they the catch grandpa? it. Yeah, so they go in the episode. So him and Gerald go catch it. They finally catch him near the end. They strap him to the boat. They're going back, and, and they, they look in the him. fish's eye, and he literally grabs his, his his grandpa's lure, and they let him go. And then he says, "Did you catch him?" Gives him back his lure. He's like, "I knew you'd do it." So that was one one of my favorites. Oh, that's a heartwarming story yeah. to tell. See, I remember that shit. Wow. Hey, you commercial fishermen. We just have it. I blacked out. <laughs> yeah, you guys that go hunt sharks and fish for sharks, like. Learn a lesson from Hey Arnold, football head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, awesome. So that that was that. You can go pick it up right now on Verve for 6 bucks for just that service or $10 for the entire premium service. We recommend the $10 service because of all the stuff it has yeah. on there. Every anime you could think of plus more. But if you're just looking for the old school Nickelodeon experience, $6 will get you that. Another reason to cut the cord. There yeah. are so many streaming yeah. options available. There's too many. We don't even have a cable box in that room. And we're in there most of the time. Now granted... I need this for my sports. Yeah, I'll never, you, ever, you ever always get rid have of to have cable one. Yeah. for my live sports, yeah. for my on-demand content, for the ESPN stuff. Yeah. Even though ESPN Plus is now a thing where you can just do all that for, for six bucks a month. But anyway, check that out. But we'll be right back after this word from our ESO Network partners. Did you know the ESO Network has a brand new Patreon? That's right. We're asking for your help, and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month. Don't fret, all your favorite shows will still be available for free as always. But you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our Patreon. To sign for the ESO Network, Patreon's easy. All you have to do is go to esopodcast.com and click on the link. With your support of the ESO Network, it's you who will reap the rewards. And we're going to start in the movie section today, as usual. Uh, sometimes we throw it around, a little wrench in the plans, but we're going to start with the movie section where Paramount has changed a bunch of movie release dates, including some movies that I know, Sam, you were looking really forward to, which brings a tear to my eye, a tear to my soul, but I think we're going to be okay. Uh, let me pull them up here. Where are we at? 
Hopefully these Paramount are good changes. What's up? Hopefully these are good changes. Oh, you didn't look at them? Oh, you're going to be upset. I like, I like to be surprised. Oh, you're going to be upset. Paramount has changed the release dates of a few big upcoming films, including the live-action Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, the live-action Sonic the Hedgehog will now be released on November 8th instead of November 15th, so it moves up a week, Pissed. which is great. Moves up a week. I, I didn't like the casting of Jim Carrey. Well, we're going to find yeah. out a week earlier if it was a good cast or not. <laughs> Meanwhile, a sequel to The Quiet Place will hit theaters May 15th, 2020, with John Krasinski penning the screenplay. Okay, Here's the bad one. Top Gun Maverick has been delayed by almost a year. Oh, Jesus. Tom Tom Cruise's Top Gun sequel was originally set to open July 12th of 2019. It will now hit theaters June 26th, 2020. I wonder why you got that is. Two years. I wonder is it does it make true about him talk, in talks of being Green Lantern? Is uh, that true? Uh, and uh, additionally, the new Terminator film with Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger has been moved up a week from the twenty second of November to the fifteenth. I did of November. see a couple picks from set. Linda Hamilton still looks like a damn badass. So I'm hyped to see that one. At least she's coming back. In a crazy casting choice, Alec Baldwin has been cast in the Joe. Woo! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He was cast in the Joker film, and in a week has already left. I think it was less than a week. It was like, was we didn't even get to report that he was in it. So, he, at first, he originally cast him as Thomas Wayne, um, Bruce Wayne's father. I was like, okay, that's different. I like Alec Baldwin. And three days later, he left the project. So, I, I don't know how that is. I and, saw a story that said they're going to make his character very much like Donald Trump, because Alec Baldwin does a really good yeah. Trump impersonation. I hope that's not part of the reason, like creative differences yeah. or whatever. Well, I hope not because Thomas Wayne wasn't like Donald Trump, so I would exactly. be pissed. Right. I would be totally pissed if that's yeah. the case. Yeah, well. And then the, the other, was it last week reported that um, the Joker movie is going to be shooting in two, two weeks, weeks, so they got to find someone fast. Yeah, we again, we don't know if that's legitimate or not. It was a rumor. There was not really a concrete evidence behind if it's going to start filming in two weeks. It was in a tweet. Um, but maybe it does, and if it does, they don't have their – they're Thomas Wayne. So. Well, I would like to think that they have a backup casting. You would like to think. We might have heard about that, though. If they had a backup casting, don't you I'm think? I'm sure we're going to hear we something. Seen... This week, I'm sure we're going to hear an announcement who the hell they recast for oh, Thomas Wayne. Oh, I'm sure that's definitely the case. Uh, the Disney streaming service found its name in its Disney play. That's nice and simple. It is. You know, Everything, you, it's got to be. It yeah. can't be long. Like, we podcast and we know yeah. things. It's just tough to remember. It, it, it is. And Disney play is nice, short, sweet, to the point. I have no problem with it. What we thought was the best and highest paid actor of 2018, turns out it was George Clooney, The Rock's version of Big Trouble in Little China, which I didn't even know was a thing, won't be a remake. It will actually be a continuation of the original story, okay, which is fine. I, I like that. I, I, you know, again, I'm getting tired of all these freaking remakes. I'd rather them do kind of a continuation of the of the classic movie that what is Little China. Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keep it short. This one's going to be tough for me. This is going to put my hosting chops to the test. The Rock has also been cast as Co- Hawaiian King Kamehameha. It's if that Kamea Kamea. If that doesn't, Kamehameha. If that doesn't remind you of Dragon Ball Z. If, I mean, it's where they got it from. It had Because this is Robert Zemeckis' new film, The King. What uh, Kamehameha did was he unified the Hawaiian Islands in the late 1700s. Um, he was a force that brought basically brought Hawaii together. Yeah. So, you know, I, well, I have to think that that's where they well, got their inspiration for the command. And The Rock being from, like, Hawaii and stuff like that. He, he He's made, from Samoa. He, he, well, he made, like, a nice Instagram. <laughs> it's not Hawaiian. Well he, well, he made, like, a nice Instagram post, like, Hawaii's my home. This is where I grew up and my family. So he kind of, like, made it seem like this. It really tugged at his heartstrings, something that he's been trying to do for over 10 years now. And it's cool because, you know, Robert Zemeckis is going to make a nice film. The King is going to be that almost that historical, you know, biopic type of deal, a la Bohemian Rhapsody. That's yeah. all. Just about a Hawaiian king that unifies the entire 
now so, state. A, a nice small, yeah. nice small movie, independent. Totally. <laughs> a budget of like, you know, million. Uh, Matt Smith is joining episode nine, Star Wars episode nine. He was the eleventh Doctor for Doctor Who. I, I, I know what he. I know he was the Doctor, but me not ever watching Doctor Smith. Like I, to me, he's like a new actor. Like yeah. I've never seen him in anything. Greg Nicotero will be helping with the special effects and the costume for the Spawn film. We know him from The Walking Dead. Yeah, and. Um, Todd McFarlane did a nice little Instagram post kind of saying he's the guy who um, basically came up with the original Spawn costume. He did the special effects, like he said, to The Walking Dead. And it's cool that he's coming back. And he said, guys, no, it's going to be a new redesigned costume. It's not going to look like the first one. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually really hyped for this. Deadline reports, as we said earlier in the show, that Coyote vs. Acme will be hitting theaters as only the third theatrical Looney Tunes film besides Space Jam and Looney Tunes back in action. And I read the damn article and still got that wrong. It's okay. That's but I, 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 did I, it I don't you. care. I'm hyped that I knew that it was Brendan Fraser. I was on I was on the right track, but the wrong train. See, we're already, my friend, at the box office this, this week. There's not a lot of stories because we did have... Gamescom last week. Then we went right into PAX West, which is another gaming thing. So our and, gaming space and, is loaded. And, and my hope was, I remember last week I said that the Crazy Rich Asians, I, I, I hope, still going to take number one spot. And I was kind of hoping that searching with John Cho was going to at least make two or three. Um, and, yeah, and but did, it did do really good in Rotten Tomatoes. I know that. Yeah, but this, it's... Um, I know there's some big movies out. That, that was just kind of my hope for them to pull. So I, I will give you this. Um, searching is on my list. At number twenty-two. Oh man, that's Three, it. Three hundred eighty-eight thousand. It's because it was select theaters. It will okay. hit. It'll hit nationwide this week. That's it. Okay, so it's definitely going. It to will get, be it's up going there. to get a big and jump. it's getting a lot of press right now, and it's getting glowing reviews. It'll be up. Yeah, there. I, what I heard was John. This is John Cho's best performance. Yeah, it'll be up there a hundred percent. Let me see real quick. All right, here we go. We got it. Uh, eighth grade, by the way, still outgrossed it, but that's fine. Uh, at number 10, falling from number 8 at $2.7 million is Slenderman. Number 9, new to the list at 2.7 is Axel, or AXL. Uh, number 8, falling from number 7 at $5 million is Black Klansman. Number 7, falling from number 5 at $6 million is Alpha. Number Ooh, the dog s- movie. I still got to see that. Staying at number 6. Uh, is Disney's Christopher Robin at 6.2. Number five, falling from number three, the uh, the the not-so-critically acclaimed box office bomb, Mile 22, at 6.3 million. Hanging strong at number four, Mission Impossible Fallout at 8 million. <clears throat> number three, new to the list, it's a bomb, unfortunately, uh, and it is Melissa McCarthy's lowest-grossing opening yeah, of all time. I did. At nine point five million, the Happy Time Murders. I think people are. She's the same character every time. Yeah. Take a break. Let her go. Go away for a little. Go do a TV show. Michael Molly was great. Should have kept it going. Yeah, dude, I forgot that's where yeah. she got her start. Was with Mike O'Malley. Yeah. Well, that was um, not Mike. You're thinking that's, that's oh, from yesterday. Yeah, it's yesterday. Mike uh, G. Um, Garofolo. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I, yeah, made I used that to pronounce it wrong, but yeah, it's... I made the name up. I know, and I, I know a guy named Mike Garofolo. Yeah. Uh, I did like it. Uh, number three, anyway, new to the list, The Happy Time Murders. Number two, staying at number two at $12.8 million is The Meg. And number one, staying at number one at $24.8 million, Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, good. Awesome. So The Happy was, Time Murders snuck in there, but it still was a bomb. Billy Gardell. There you that go. was his name. We Sorry. Were, I, we were I, wrong I, on both accounts. I had to get it right. We do have the upcoming movies. Let me pull them up because I still have Rocket Power on my uh, phone screen, so I got to go back just a little bit to find it. But good for Crazy Rich Asians, man. That's been all over Twitter. Everyone's kind of going say it. I have. I guess I have to say it. The Nun comes out this week, so that's probably uh, going to be up there. I will always laugh every time that name is brought up. The Nun, Peppermint, Mara, Cold Ooh. Skin. What? 
Peppermint. Jennifer Garner. She looks like a little badass. Let's see. What do we got? Oh, she does look like yeah, a badass. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. The system failed. She won't. From the director of Taken. Dude, it's an action drama thriller. I, I think I'm in. Oh, John Gallagher Jr. is in it, too. Oh, yeah. He's from uh, Newsroom. Yeah, he is. And then John uh, John Ortiz, Juan Pablo Raba. Uh, and then I got nothing. Oh, Jeff Hef- Jeff Hefner. He was in the OC. I know that. Because I, I recognize that face. Yeah. Mara, Cold Skin, God Bless the Broken Road, which sounds like a country thing about somebody's dad dying. Um, Jesus. You want to bet? No, I don't like to say Jesus. I, I bet it is. That's what it sounds like. The Big Take and, oh, 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 that's next week. Then The Predator. Oh, jeez. Maybe. Yeah, that's, that's a cable watch. It's a rough month. That's a cable watch. It's a rough month in the movie space. Uh, in the TV space, however, we do have a review for American Vandal Season 2. We talked about it last week, how the Season 2 villain, not villain, the Season 2 plot was going to revolve not around uh, the dick drawer, but around the turd burglar. Here's the <laughs> review. Per IGN, American Vandal's number two season stands tall, ramping up the intrigue and layering in diabolical twists and turns. The new characters are fun, and as the series progresses, wonderfully complex, while both Peter and Sam readily admit that poop is funny, they take this shit seriously. And by the time they start asking, in total firmness... Who's the shit eater? You're not laughing either. You're on the edge of your seat. American Vandal scores again with another superb season, this time focused on a poop-based prankster. 9.0. 9.2. I just love that they're taking these funny concepts and turning into a whodunit. And you're on the edge of your seat. Like that that is hilarious. That is a great concept. So like hats off to those kids because they're killing it. Uh, Doom Patrol has casted Alan Tudyk as Mr. Nobody. I I do love Alan Tudyk, and I think he could be a really good bad guy. I know they just released some um, photos from from the actual TV show. That's why I assume that it's not going to get released until 2019. I will be watching this day one because by then I will have it ordered. It is possible that Game of Thrones Season 9, or or, I'm sorry, yeah, Season 9, is delayed, or Season 8. Season eight yeah. is delayed, the final season. Um, but it didn't make our biggest stories, and it didn't make well, our what, even who, the top who of said our TV. It, the special effects guy. Um, I think it was him, but they're, they're still working on it. Yeah, but it might only be delayed by a couple weeks. Yeah, and my text to you, I can wait a month as long as it comes out in 2019. I'm happy. And, and like I told happy you, I had fine. I had my mental block between April and July. Yeah, you, so you if I'm in it. there, I'm good. I mean, I have the whole year, so yeah. even if it was December 28th, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm, I'm not quite there yet. That's over a year from now. I'll that's, be fine. That's a tough one. True Detective season three got about a minute long trailer, a little bit of a tease. Teaser. It was pretty fun. I mean, they're I'm, trying to wipe away what season two did. Because yeah, season, season two, two it, it failed. Season two failed. I mean, I was I would love for Woody and, and McConaughey to come back. That's kind of what was my hope for this, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's an anthology show. It's just I, what it's I know, be. but dude, they were just so. It was just so good. I mean, it was so good. I, I kind of want to rewatch it. I, I did finish season two. It, it just didn't hit. Hopefully they got you know it's the same creator, same guy wrote it. So let's let's see if they can pick it back up. The Walking Dead has cast Sons of Anarchy alumni Ryan Hurst as the Whisperer's Beta. Uh, that is foreign to me. I think he's one of like the uh, Walking Dead's another big bad, like the next bad. Gotcha. But never really watched Sons of Anarchy besides the last episode, so I don't know too much. And Mayans is not something you're going to watch either. No, Mayans I, MC. No. Nothing. I mean, I, I've seen some people being hyped for it. Other people saying, "Ah, Sons is done." 
So we'll see. The Suns is done. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Robot will actually be ending after season four. They're getting an extended 12-episode run, but this is on the show's terms. It is not canceled, much like Breaking Bad. only lasted and four seasons. And Emmy Rossum's husband, right. Sam, Tr- uh, Sam Trimble, I believe is his name. I only watched the first season. I really loved it. I wanted to go back. I just never went back. Well, to the main character, character of Mr. Robot is Freddie Mercury yeah, in, in Bohemian Rhapsody. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, even though I generally do. For some reason, right now. No, I no. You, when Ma- you said Malik, Marik, Marik, Malik. Some oh, people are yelling God, at us. I know. God damn it. Uh, Malik. Something Malik. Is it Malik? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, something Malik. Why? I mean, I, I, while you look it up, I'll just say, I know that Sam Trill put on Twitter kind of saying, thank you everyone for the fans to keep the show going, going for four seasons. It was a great run. He said it. We're Rami, put it Rami Malik. Rami, Rami Malik. Rami Malik. Yeah. So we're going to put on a nice bow on it for season four. So, Faith, season four, it's a solid run. Again, it's just like Breaking Bad, which ended after four seasons on its own terms. It is not canceled. It is didn't a show that is ending. No. Breaking Bad at five? Uh, I think it had five. Five or six, I think. It? Yeah. It, didn't, it didn't have six. Maybe it did have five. I think, yeah. That, it definitely But whatever. It ended on its own merits. Maybe it was six. I don't know. But it didn't have as many as it could have had. We thought that the story could have Oh, it definitely because the viewership kept growing, but he's yeah. like, no. Season gonna... one got cut short anyway because of the writer's strike. So that Five like, seasons. Yeah, they had to end it. Um, I'm going to go with four because the writer's strike ended after like six episodes. The first season oh, was like it, six the, It was six episodes, yeah. That, that, so, that's fair. I'm going to do that. Uh, Amazon is courting major studios to make original shows for a prime video. Not really much news because we don't know what kind of shows. We don't know what kind of studios. But we at least know that Amazon Prime is going to be stepping up their game in the original content department, which is always a good thing well i mean we still have the freaking lord of the rings show that we're still kind of waiting on yeah and that's going to be a they, the, that's they, going to be the flagship they show dumped everything and they kind of already i think it's kind of three four seeds off the bat so yep. just get, is, get let's get that show out first before is sneaky you, pete coming back for the, another season i don't think it was ever confirmed but it, it, it was being looked at mm-hmm. i know that they were looking at like zones to kind of film so i assume it's coming back yeah i love uh the original content from sports uh, for All or Nothing, I'm sorry, for Amazon Prime, I think it's sneaky good. All or Nothing is one of my favorite documentary series where it chronicles a football team throughout the entire season. Yeah. It's basically like Hard Knocks, but for the entire yeah. season, it's really good. They did Michigan football for t- last year for college, and Michigan's my favorite team. Right up your so alley. So I'm right on that. Yeah. They did the Dallas Cowboys last year, so I got to watch them fail all season. Uh, I love I that. Saying, I skipped that whole thing. As an Eagles yeah. fan, I absolutely love that. While, and we, that's, won, while we won. <laughs> and it gets released in the off season, so it gets me through to the next yeah. season, which again starts in and, five and five days. Eagles got their first win preseason. Their so only that, win of the preseason. A big 10-9 victory over the Jets. Woo! J-E-T-S. Jets, right, Jets, Lance still didn't Jets. play, so we're fine. And then they released both quarterbacks that played in the game. Yep. The Eagles did. Christian Hackenberg and Joe Callahan. Both started and finished that game, and both were released. So it looks like Nate Sudfeld is our third string quarterback. John Goodman says that the Connors will kill off Roseanne in the show. Oh, she won't even make an appearance. She gone. Uh, we knew that. Already. Well, it's basically the same shit that Two and a Half Men did with Charlie Sheen. Yeah, they had a falling out. Obviously, we know the falling out Roseanne had, so it kind of made sense. Rick and Morty's co-creator Justin Roiland is creating a new animated series on Hulu called Solar Opposites. It is a two-season, sixteen-episode order about an alien family living in Middle America. Sounds kind of like American Dad. That's literally what I thought it was. Okay. Like right up my alley. So I again, it's American like oh, Dad. the Seth MacFarlane creator Family Guy spins off does American Dad. Oh, Rick and Morty creator spins off to do this show. It seems like that's what everyone's doing now. Kind of up my alley, though. Aliens yeah. living in middle America. It reminds me of Dinosaurs, the Jim okay. Henson puppet yeah. show. I mean, maybe I, I might wait to, you know, when this all comes out, because I know there's a few shows now on Hulu that I could probably binge in 30 days to get that free. 
Yeah, dude, Runaways. Exactly. I still have to watch that. I still have to watch Runaways as well. Uh, Blizzard and Netflix may be working on a Diablo series. They still Ah. got The Witcher coming out. That's not Blizzard, but... That is very true. I've obviously never played the games, but I can see how the show could be very fucking vicious. (laughs) So I will definitely watch. This This is where I took the news and how I took the news. We have video game movies. We know Flop. You know, they don't oh, generally me, do very well. The movie, well. I think, is Warcraft. It, it, I don't think it necessarily flopped. It made a little bit of money, but it's another game that I've never freaking played. But I love, actually really love the movie. Okay, so there's one that you liked. <laughs> then you have Tomb Raider, flopped. You have... Alicia uh, Vikander, like we said on the interview. Prince of Persia, a cutie. J- just dropped. Everything flopped. So all these video game movies, they just don't do well. I think now that you made, have, that made a little bit of money, by the way. It doesn't matter if it made money. It wasn't good. They're not going to make a sequel. You have... Castlevania, which has been critically acclaimed. Yeah. You have the Witcher series, which is going to be on Netflix. Live and action. now you have Diablo. It tells me that these TV shows are going to be the new home for video game extended it, universes. It, it, you need more time to develop a story. And you, that's why you they blow. You can't get everything in an hour and a half into two Video hour games movie. are 20 hours long and they don't tell enough of a yeah. story. You think you're going to cram it into yeah. an hour and a half? No. You give it a 10, 12 episode run on a Netflix, now you're cooking it, with gas. Exactly, exactly. Now you have, the, you have the Netflix show, now you have the DC streaming service, so now we should be able to get some good shows to actually develop some freaking good storylines. As we move into the gaming space, I wanted this so bad to be a Dude, lead story I, for the show. I looked for a Streets of Rage question. I could not find the answer that I wanted. I, I won't tell you what it was, because but I was looking, and I could not find it. You but get I'm me. Pissed. I got you. I can, I will get the Streets of Rage question right. I'll tell you that much right now. I can tell you all the characters, what no, game they were dude, in. I was I, I was going deep last night trying to find. I just got frustrated. I was like, oh, I, I, put Rage, it on the, I put it on the back. Streets of Rage, by far my favorite beat 'em up of all time. I love the second one. The third one was good. The first one was okay, but it's my favorite beat 'em up series or franchise. The second of one all has time. to be the best. Second one okay. is the yeah. best. That was a favorite. speed run of that game is a lot of fun to watch because you can only move at the same speed. Exactly. So it's about how you beat the enemies yeah. and the kind of what you have to do there. It's really fun to watch. Um, but Dot Emu, who was responsible for um, what game was it? Shit, I said it the other night. I can't remember the game that they're responsible for. Uh, anyway, they're doing and announced Streets of Rage Four. I it, it was, can't. Believe it was it. the. The teasest of teasers, teasers they ever released. And they dropped a trailer. It was about a minute long, and it showed the new uh, art style for the game. But, uh, like, I, oh, they did Wonder Boy. That's it. Okay, yeah. That was, Wonder yeah. Boy. And we talked about that at the interview. They did Wonder Boy the Dragon's Trap. But they're doing a Streets of Rage 4 game. It's going to have Axel and Blaze uh, from Streets of Rage 2. The, older. The two best guys. I'm a Max guy. Max? Okay. I'm a Max okay. fan. But and I'm actually a skate fan. Actually, I like all of them. So yeah. this is like a game where I'm good with all the characters. I actually like probably Max and Skate the best, and then Axel and then Blaze. Um, they, but they, they didn't give do a release it. date, right? No, yeah, okay, they didn't do a release date. But they're older. They're grizzled. Axel has a nice beard. Blaze look exactly the yeah. same, even though she's much older. Whatever. She aged well. But it's got a hand drawn, almost kind of comic book style yeah. art style. Yeah. It's not the sixteen bit no. graphics that we're I, used to. You had to upgrade it. You had to. You can't make it look the same. Listen, after twenty five years, Mega Man finally upgraded. So Streets uh, of exactly. Rage get the same they, treatment. They, they deserve. They they deserve that little facelift. If you want to go check out the trailer, it's available on YouTube. It's a minute. Or if you want to go check out the screenshot that they released for uh, with with Axel and with Blaze on it, you go to our Instagram at We Podcast and We Know Things. It's one of our more recent posts because that's one game announcement that I've been waiting for forever that hit me out of nowhere yeah, in the middle of a work day. 
I, I, it's funny because I, I remember the episode before we were talking about Streets of Rage, and then just by coincidence, bam, Streets of Rage four. So it's just funny how the universe works. You kind of just talk about something, next minute, bam, something else appears. And it's, you know, there's we we had that new segment, and we you know we talked a lot about Streets of Rage with with him the other night. Uh, you know, I I will never prefer final fight i won't i actually really like turtles uh turtles in time is a great beat em up it's an all-time classic beat em up but streets of rage is just that's what i grew up with it's that's classic what, it's, it's classic classic and like i i, I want to talk to nico i want to see if he remembers this but i remember playing this like game on sega mm-hmm. he was he was freaking two three you yeah. know because it what came out what 92 93 94 yeah, I have it in the other room. Yeah, you know, so like that's the game. Like, I want to see if he actually remembers because I remember me and him playing. Like, Come Junk- on, Nico, get to the right. Game <laughs> Junkie had a boxed copy of Streets of Rage three for one ninety, and I'm like, damn, I had that as a kid. If I just kept it, yeah. if I just dude, kept if we it, kept all the games that we had as a kid, we would and have the a nice chunk of change and all that a stuff. nice chunk or of just a nice collection. Yeah, because now I buy them. Like, I regret. So. I regret like throwing out the sixty four boxes. Yeah. You know, that's why con- now I keep all Conquer my boxes. is the only one I got. Yeah, you see now, like my Switch and my two classic edition boxes are upstairs on my shelf, nice and neat. You might, my Wii U box, order, my PS4 We should order box. Like, a nice little protect, protective case for it, keep that shit in mint. I, I got to keep all this stuff because in 25 years, who knows where we're going to be. You just sit on it like oh, a Mark McGuire ex- rookie card. You just sit on it and oh. you hope for the best. I, I just know. hope this is coming to Switch. I don't know if it is. I hope it is. I would assume it is. It's definitely going to come to PS4 and Xbox I, One. That, that's the... Now you're saying <laughs> that was my only concern. Like they didn't say I didn't hear no systems. I had right. no release. It was a date. very, very, very vague trail. A uh, very, te- very, very vague teaser. Right. It was a minute, and and, and they so, only showed you like what the last twenty seconds was something new. Maybe, maybe that. they had like one punch for gameplay. But it's funny, like that's all they showed, and everyone's hyped for it. Oh my god, like, that's it. So hyped for it, yeah. and I can't wait. The internet blew up a little bit. Yeah. Um, I will be purchasing it on Switch and Xbox and PlayStation. Maybe it only comes out for PlayStation. It I know. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not. A man could do it. But anyway, then we had an official Nindy showcase. Again, you think to yourself, well, usually you put like Nintendo Directs at the top of the big stories. But this again, yes, it was a Nintendo Direct. It was focused on the Nindies. I love the Nindy showcases. It was just a little underwhelming. They did announce 22 yeah. games. So we'll go through them quickly, 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 quickly. Hyperlight Drifter Special Edition coming September 6th. That's a game that's been out for years already on other platforms. It's great. Pick it up. Towerfall, September 27th. Again, originally released in 2013. It's a great co-op game. Pick it up. Treasure Stack. It's like a Tetris uh, clone. Zervot, uh, Zarvat, October 2018. Minico's Night Market, early 2019. That actually looked pretty cool. It's like a story-based game where you go through a couple regions. There's this Japanese girl, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, Samurai Gun 2, early 2019. It's the sequel to 2013, Samurai Gun. Go figure. It's a Bushido Brawler. Bullet Age, November 2018. The World Next Door, 2019. Level Head, November 2018. King of the Hat, early 2019. Untitled Goose Game, Early 2019, as you go around, it's like a stealth game where you're a goose and you steal things from the people in town. Uh, it looks actually funny. It's not for me, but Into the Breach, which they announced available right now. It was released on PC earlier this year. The Messenger, which was August 30th, uh, that we have a review for in a, in a couple seconds. And I also pl- have it. I owned it. So I'll give my impressions. It's a the 8-bit Ninja Gaiden game that actually turned 16-bit. 
Okay. You can go back and forth between 8 and 16 bits. That's cool. It's That's re- cool. It is very cool. Uh, Bastion, which is finally coming. It was released in 2011. So that's finally coming to Switch. Waste World 2 Director's Cut, September 13th. Undertale finally got a release date of September 18th. We know that game has been uh, widely requested for the Switch since coming out on 2015. Light Fingers coming out on September 20th. Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP October. Jackbox Party Pack 5, October 2018. Transistor, November 2018. Desert Child, December 2018. Dragon Marked for Death, finally got a release date. I'm looking forward to this one from our friends over at NT Creates, a 2D side-scrolling RPG, December 13th. So I'm looking forward to that one. Hopefully I can beat it before the baby. Uh, and then it also had a Level Maker. There was some stuff in PAX West about Level Maker. This was not in the Nindy Showcase, but Level Maker is our solution to Super Mario Maker right now. We don't have Mario Maker yet. I think Level Maker is, is going to be great to A, test if it works on Switch, B, if it's a good concept that people like, and it's also not Mario, so it's kind of fun. It's a different character, but you can create your own levels. And it'll be a cheaper game. And it'll be a cheaper game. Yeah. So that was your Nindy but- Showcase. CD, Pro- uh, CD Project Red unveiled Cyberpunk 2077 gameplay demo to the public. It was only available previously behind closed doors. It was like 45 minutes. And I watched every damn minute Did of it. Did you watch yeah, every I damn minute? I watched the whole thing. I told you it was great. I'm going to watch God the whole thing. God bless you. It, it, I love that you're getting into gaming. It, I mean, I don't know if I'd get the game just because there's going to be a lot of games An coming FPS out that RPG time. does not do it for yeah, me. Yeah, it, it's not really up my alley, I don't think. But I can appreciate how freaking awesome it looked. All the detail that went into it. All the shit that you can do to it. Like, what I tell you was like Ghost in the Shell mixed with a little bit of... That was the other thing I was thinking of. Like uh, Akira a little bit. Like, I felt like yeah. it was like kind of everything mushed into one. I love Cyberpunk. Yeah. I love the futuristic setting. I don't like that it's first person. I don't like mm-hmm. that it's an RPG shooter. It just doesn't do it for me. But I think this game is going to be uh, blown out to high hell. It's going to get tens everywhere, and it's going to be a great selling game. Yeah, that, and then, like, mix a little Ready Player One kind of action. I felt like everything was kind of, kind of like mushed in there. Totally. I mean, hey, I, the graphics look good, and they said... In the beginning, it's things can change. Graphics will change. be up, updated. It will because it's not coming out till next year. It's not coming out till twenty twenty. Oh, it is twenty twenty. Okay. I, I think. I think it's be twenty twenty. This game is it's CD Projekt Red. These are the people that did The Witcher. Like this is it's a huge Witcher is a hundred and twenty fucking hour game. Yeah, and, this thing's and, gonna be enormous. Yeah, and I think it's probably gonna be all longer the love, than that. They yeah. put all the love and care. Into oh, you these, every into their detail games. was it was, it was gorgeous. And it's first person, man. That's just a lot of like I like Borderlands. I like Bioshock, but that's like it from first no, person. Yeah. I just don't love it. We have a review for Donut County. It's short and sweet, but Donut County was released in a previous Nindies Select showcase where you basically make holes in the ground to uh, uh, holes in the ground to like manipulate the world to beat the levels. It's fun. It's different. It may be a short diversion, but Donut County is a delight. It's absolutely brimming with personality, has a killer soundtrack and visual aesthetic, and it is based on an irresistible gameplay hooked. I loved... I oh I'm sorry I'd have loved more but I guess I'll settle for just playing it through again. Donut County's Zen gameplay is backed by a charming and world, a uh, charming world of quirky characters. Nine point oh. 7.8. We also have a review for Strange Brigade. This game was announced like two E3s ago, and I was so hyped on it. It was my number three game of E3 from two E3s ago. It is like a Western shooter um, mixed with modern day setting, um, mixed with like that old steampunk kind of era. Um, mixed with zombies. There's a squirrel with a giant nut or a tennis ball. No, that's a freaking... Apple. It's something. My cat loves that crap. Look at it. She's going nuts. 
staring at her. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's pretty neat. Uh, anyway, strange. I, I feel like a cat now. Oh, squirrel! Yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> While Strange Brigade can be frustrating at times, the charm of its 1930s world, the wonderfully exaggerated English alliteration of the narrator, narrator, and solid level design, combat encounters, and four-player co-op make it a strong, stylish third-person shooter. Hopefully this isn't the last time situation calls for the expertise of the Strange Brigade. Strange Brigade is packed with colonial British charm and its crypts and tombs are with the undead. 8.0? 7.5. What's next? The Messenger. Oh, The Messenger. Okay. Um, I'm going to give my quick impressions of this game after I read the review. I'll let you know if I agree with it. The Messenger. Uh, This is that 2D Ninja Gaiden game where you go from 8-bit to 16. When you're fully geared up and the Messenger is hitting you with brand new stages and challenges that you haven't seen before. Oh, I'm sorry. When you're geared up. Oh, wait, there we go. It was written weirdly, so I apologize. I'm going to start over. When you're fully geared up and the messenger is hitting you with brand new stages and challenges that you haven't seen before, it's an amazing must-play experience. Taken as a whole, it's brought down by uh, by fetch quests that make the messenger last several hours longer than it feels like it should. The messenger fumbles, but the transition from platform to Metroidvania, but the core mechanics can carry it a long way. 7-0? It's 8-0. And I have not, I have not gotten into um, the Metroidvania part, which they said in the long context of the review, it does make sense. I watched the review; it does make sense. The beginning part where you're platforming left to right, right to left, and you're having that Ninja Gaiden eight bit, sixteen bit experience is great. But then at halfway through, you stop being a platformer, and it turns into a Metroidvania with a lot of side missions that yeah. are kind of just schlock. I haven't got to that part yet, so I cannot okay. give my opinion if I agree with that. But I can say that the platforming is solid. It does introduce a cool mechanic, uh, the cloud step. So when I slash with my sword. If I hit anything, it could be a candle, it could be an enemy. If I hit something, a cloud forms beneath my feet and I can double jump off the cloud. Oh, that's kind so of you neat. can get over yeah. gaps by slashing something and then jumping again really quickly. That's it's a pretty yeah, neat mechanic. Different. I like that part of it. Um, and I would say that the soundtrack is completely forgettable. The visuals are okay, but the enemies are a little generic. I've seen the same five enemies. I'm on the fourth stage. Um, so right now... I don't even go eight. Right now, it's a solid six. I'm looking yeah, forward to what, what they said. There's no way it's an eight compared to the two seven fives that they gave before that. It was all positive. How do you give a seven five in that? There was negative, and you give it an eight. Doesn't make sense. I haven't even Sorry. gotten to the 16 bit part yet. So I don't even know what the transition looks like from worlds. Yeah. So I'm ex- excited as hell to continue it. Uh, it still would, at this time, would not rank in my top five indie games of the year. But again, I'm like an hour into it, so I cannot give that full impression or a full review. Um, that's just where I'm at yeah. right now. But I would say that it's a really solid game, great mechanics. I just don't like the soundtrack, and uh, I'm not looking forward to side quests that don't give me any reward. It just doesn't do anything for me. Uh, and then Monster Hunter Generations. we got two more reviews to get through today. Well, let's see if they can word it better. I'm, I'm tired of talking. I just don't want to talk that much. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate brings the majority of the series' monsters into one package for a lengthy and exciting hunting extravaganza. While it feels dated in some ways post-Monster Hunter World, it's a great farewell tour for the old style of the franchise. If you can stomach the pacing problems and obtuse menu systems, it's a worthwhile and challenging trek through the history of Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is an impressive collection of the series' history that is slightly held back by dated systems. 7583. Mm. And then the last one would be Dragon Quest XI, which I actually would love it 
if I could get into this game, but a hundred hour turn-based JRPG nope. is just not something I can nope. do right now. But Dragon Quest XI excels. By the way, it releases on September 4th. It excels when it emphasizes fighting bad guys, exploring dungeons, and finding treasure. It is a visual feast populated by a cast of colorful monsters more engrossing than its main characters. Uneven story beats and some icky bits sometimes slow Dragon Quest down, but superb mechanics remain the focus, making Echoes of an, uh, of an Elusive Age a top-tier JRPG for the modern age a massive masterful traditional rpg that focuses more on combat mechanics loot and exploration than story 8.2 8.8 so there's your reviews for the week there's a lot of them i'm excited to get past them battlefield 5 sam has been delayed by a month a game that both of us will not get no it's just i'm, I'm over a first Dude, person shooter I'm, about the i'm over from modern warfare 2 I'm over it. <laughs> Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes, gets a release date of January 18th. Looking forward to that Nindy uh, from the No More Heroes series. Travis Touchdown will make a return. Looking forward to that. And then all of a sudden, Yacht Club Games just comes out and announces two things that we've been waiting for for six months, maybe more. Probably closer to a year we've been waiting for release dates for this stuff. And they just dropped it. There was no special thing. They just did it during PAX. They said that Shovel Knight King of Cards, which is the last piece of the story DLC for Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, and Shovel Shovel Knight Showdown, which is a Super Smash Brothers style two-on-two fighting game featuring all the knights from Shovel Knight, will both get release dates of April 9th, 2019. I know this is right up your alley. It's day cool. before Papa Duke's birthday. I didn't, and David, and two days before your birthday. Yeah. So we got a big three days there. I probably won't be doing the showdown as much. I didn't really like what I saw. I watched about oh, 10 really? minutes of the gameplay. It's mm-hmm. very frantic. I'll rather just play Smash. But I'm sure you'll get it. I think it's free. Oh, it's okay, it okay. comes with the treasure trove, which I bought. Okay, I thought it was like a two or three dollar add on. No, something. no, I think it comes when you buy the treasure trove, you get all of it. EA is actually opening up a fund for the Jacksonville tragedy, which is really nice. Uh, I actually did want to, to kind of talk a little bit more about it. Um, EA has announced that they're establishing the Jacksonville Tribute, a fundraising initiative to support the victims of last Sunday's shooting at the Madden tournament in Jacksonville, Florida. Making the announcement on Twitter, EA pledged to kickstart the fund with a donation of $1 million and will be opening up the initiative to allow members of the public to contribute. All proceeds from the fund will go towards the shootings of the victims of the attack, as well as the families of Taylor Robinson and Elijah Clayton, both of whom lost their lives. That is Matt Davidson of IGN. Um, but good, good for EA. Good for EA. Good for EA for doing something like that because over a goddamn game of some piece of shit who freaking loses and does something fucking like that, that's that's atrocious. So good, good for them for starting this and letting people donate whatever they want. One of the two, uh, one of the many people who were shot but not killed, one of the survivors, but a victim of the attack, is suing EA and Jacksonville for this for millions of dollars. Yeah, I think it was the the lack of security measure. I guess there was yeah. no metal detectors or something like that. Hey, he's right. You know, you got to study nowadays, dude. Everything you need metal detectors. And uh, now uh, Nintendo announces their next mobile game. They did actually a Nintendo Direct for this. It was like eleven thirty on Thursday. It's really weird timing for it. But Dragalia Lost, which is an action RPG on a phone that will launch on September 27th. So we're going to get all these things like really soon. Yeah, a lot of stuff for the phone. You know me, I'm not really a gamer for my cell phone. My battery dies fast enough. I don't need to add more shit to it. I get the iPad. I'll do the little gunbound mobile. I won't be getting Dragalia Lost, though. That will not be on my wish list. uh, Nintendo shuts down Pokemon Essentials. Pokemon Essentials was a website that um, basically had all the assets from all the Pokemon games and you could create custom Pokemon games on there. So like all these web ROMs that have made yeah. their way around Pokemon Darkrai and Pokemon. We, we got enough Pokemon. 
I, I can these see. Are, these are like fan games. So Nintendo <laughs> shut it down. They're not officially licensed. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. They're just fan games. You can't make them anymore. It sucks because yeah. they're really good. People were creating their own Pokemon and stuff. That was actually pretty good. We got enough Pokemon, ladies and gentlemen. Relax. Far Cry 5 gets a new game plus and infamous difficulty. Not really news. Just if you're a Far Cry 5 fan, you can now play yeah. ga- play new game plus and you actually have a harder difficulty. Uh, and then we talked earlier. Spider-Man's going to be 20 hours long. Which is perfect. And, and if the side missions, they could go longer than that, depending how good you are and what you want to do. Yep. Uh, Darkest, uh, as we move into the music space, Darkest Dark, the mu- new music video from our friends over at Punchline. Ooh. Did you watch I it? I did not watch it. I did not. I haven't, I haven't watched any music thing. I have not watched. Well, uh, I told him we would blow it out on the show, so we'd appreciate it if you go check it out on YouTube. Just type in Punchline, Darkest Dark. Check out the video for it. It's a tribute to Pittsburgh. It's a tribute to the band, being in a band for 21 years. It means a lot to the guys. They all tweeted out individually. So One thing I did see them tweet out was um, where they Tom were. Hanks. The Tom Hanks. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, Valencia... Uh, we all need a reason to believe 10-year anniversary show will be happening at the Union Transfer on December 28th here in Philadelphia, but it already sold it out. It sold out. So if you weren't there the first hour, you're beat. In that first half hour. Sold yeah. out in less than 30 minutes. They said that they're probably going to release more tickets on Tuesday, so be aware of that. You'll hear this episode on Saturday, the 1st of September. And so- or at a second date. They could do that. They could yeah. add a second date. Pretty maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they'll add a they second date at, at the Fillmore or maybe in Jersey, something yeah. like that. You know, maybe at the Electric Factory, TLA. Who knows? Uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller music video will be shown in IMAX 3D. They're kind of remastering it yeah. for one week only, beating September 21st, ahead of screenings of The House with a Clock in Its Walls. Not a movie I'm looking for. Yeah, not, not a movie, but that's actually kind of cool though. It's like a kid who becomes a warlock. It's apparently some Ashley would pretty much dig. Oh, oh shit! That was with uh, Jack Black. Yeah. Okay, that actually looked that looked okay. Okay, shit. Maybe I go see just for that. It is Labor Day weekend, so a reminder everybody out there that the Made in America Festival is happening this week. So or this weekend, it's happening like today. So if you're listening to this and you want to get a pass for tomorrow, go. I hope you bought a poncho. But, but Made in America, it's going to be rainy this weekend in Philadelphia, New Jersey. So I went the first year, Pearl Jam headline it. It was freaking awesome every year. Then I think they just went downhill. In our other section, Inky Pen is coming to Nintendo Switch for eight dollars a month. Another subscription service. Over ten thousand comics will be available to uh, read on your Nintendo Switch. Eight dollars a month's not bad. For 10,000 comics, it's not, bad. it's not bad. You could do worse. It's the crunchy roll of comics. It's the Netflix of comics. It's the Hulu of comics. So many goddamn It's the inky pen of comics. Jesus. Apple says that September 12th will be the date for their new iPhone announcement. It's going to be 5 million gigabytes of storage. Three iPhones, apparently, they're going to announce. Jesus Christ. Hey. I couldn't even tell you the new features. Like I, what, what could be a new feature today? Uh, that, I have no idea. That like 3D uh, imaging type of deal, something like that. Like, <laughs> a higher res My camera. phone's fine. As long as it still works, I don't know why people need to think that they have to upgrade every single year. If your phone's great, keep going. Yeah, I have my same six websites why drop $1,000? Hit social media up. I don't need anything crazy yeah. with my cell phone as long as it makes and takes calls. Yeah. And tonight we have All In. Uh, it's the Bullet Club pay-per-view available on Fight TV. I think it's like 10 bucks to get Fight yeah. TV. Um, but you got to check this out. Stephen Amell is going to be wrestling. I think he's wrestling Christopher Daniels. You have, um, I think Kenny's in it, but we have Kazuchika Okada. We have the um, we have Cody Rhodes. We have um, the It looks Briscoes. weird when his hair died like that, by the way. He, he's a character. Yeah. Brandy's awesome. Yeah. His wife, Brandy, she's cool. The Briscoes. We have... Uh, um, who am I thinking of? Hangman Page. We have, uh, I think maybe even Osprey might be in it. 
Um, the Young Bucks, like it's going to be yeah. a totally and, great. And Stephen Mills, I'm, I'm going to try to keep my undefeated streak, trying to keep it to move it up to two and zero. Yeah, it's going to be a great, great yeah. pay per view. Um, this could set indie wrestling forward ten years. I really hope it does. There are rumors that Neville is going to come. Oh, that um, would be cool. The Red are, Arrow. Yeah, there are rumors nice. that uh, CM Punk's going to make an appearance. Oh, I thought he was done with there, there's just make an appearance. We don't okay. know if he's going to wrestle, okay. but there's a battle royale that have four unannounced members. So. It's well, out there. Neville and, you know, and CM Punk. It makes sense for CM Punk because he ain't doing shit in UFC. He's getting his ass whooped. So <laughs> go back to wrestling, dude. We want to say thank you to all of our patrons out there uh, on the Patreon. A big thank you to the following people from memory. Da, 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 da. Uh, let's see. We got Mike Forward. We got AF Log Dog. We have um, Jay Sanford 9482. We have Bradley Epstein, which is at North Comics on Instagram. We have Darren Monroe, Elijah Elliott, Rob Harding. Sam Reimer, twitch.tv slash my knife, your life. If you want to go check him out on uh, on the old Twitchers, uh, Thomas Chisholm and our $10 patron, Alan Santos, twitch.tv slash Terra Ryzen, T E R R A R Y Z N, Terra Ryzen, for all your Fortnite goodness. Also, my knife, your life, Sam Reimer on Twitch is a great watch as well. There are 10 patrons. I'm getting it. I'm getting yeah, it, but I'm also stagnant. Now. We need some more yeah. patrons, guys. Help us out. We'd really appreciate it. Every cent you give us helps the show grow. We do not spend it on anything frivolous, just new equipment, new everything. The reason we can do the show is because of you. Definitely. Sam, what's your pick of the week? Pick of the week, finally, I after <laughs> so many freaking people told me about it between Dom, Nico, and everyone else freaking on Instagram, I watched One Punch Man. Um he doesn't mention me, even though it was my fucking pick and, of the week. And, and Greg, I guess. Fuck you. <laughs> I said everyone, so you were included in everyone. I'm standing across from you, piece of shit. Um, yeah, I watched the first the first 12 episodes. I watched it in English. I was like, you have to watch in Japanese. I will. I just want to watch in English first. Ah, I then I'll, it in English. Then I'll rewatch in Japanese. But hey, it, it, was a, it was a great anime. I thought it was good. I thought it would just get a little bit boring with just him having one punch, but they made it fun. They made it entertaining. The yep. fight scenes were freaking awesome. I really did like the guy Genos. I know freaking Nico had said it was one of his favorite characters. And like one of his things, like, how'd you get so strong? What was your training? And he said, it was a very hard training regimen. It was 100 push-ups, 100 squats, 100 sit-ups, and a 6.2-mile run. And he was just like, that's just a normal strength training routine. I thought that was just funny. He got real pissed off. But I thought it was really good. It just sucks that they waited four years to come out with season two, which is coming on April of next year. So I, I do feel bad for all the people that had to wait all that time. Me, I'm lucky. I kind of come yeah, in. I'm we get to wait six months. I'm, it's coming like right on my birthday for season two. So I expect like another 10, 12 episode season. So definitely check that out. Uh, my pick of the week is a Switch. Well, it's not a Switch game. It's on everything. It came to PlayStation and the Xbox PC first. It came out on Switch earlier this, well, technically, I guess last month now. We're in September. Uh, it's Iconoclast. It's a Metroidvania game. Uh, it gets broken as hell on speedruns uh, at GDQ for the last, I think, two GDQs now um but really good metroidvania where you take control of uh, i believe her name is robin and she's a mechanic and the whole world resists or revolves around your wrench and what you can fix and what you can't that is a really good mechanic for a metroidvania because of all the backtracking and blocked off paths but now you have a wrench to fix it plus it's this futuristic kind of setting and story i'm really enjoying it incredible soundtrack incredible art style it's like less than 20 bucks go pick up iconoclast on the switch it is a master class in metroidvania that has been it for episode 106 we, we hope you enjoy and know you'll enjoy the classic Game Junkie episode with Frank Stancheck Jr. that is dropping on Monday. It's dropping on Labor Day. So uh, you don't have to do any labor. Just sit back, relax, check out the bonus episode. Have a nice day off, sit back. It's probably around an hour, so you should enjoy it. Yeah, you, you will. You will enjoy it. We'll see you next week for episode 107. 
has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.